0: Say something, God damn it! You're on television! You're live to the whole
1: world! Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is Luke and... Uh, Ralph. Hey, well-timed. You didn't hesitate, finally. Um, this is episode number 177. And today we'll be reviewing three movies that Luke here... Luke-y, has uh, picked for us, and uh, it's a, it's a, I think it's a pretty good roster this time. I think he finally nailed something here. I think, personally, uh, we're going to be reviewing um, the latest documentary feature from Apple TV Plus. Uh, it's called Still Michael J. Fox, right? I think it's called the whole thing. I think it's just Still, but like there's a no.
0: It's called Still a Michael J. Fox movie.
1: A Michael J. Fox movie, right? Yep. They do. Um, Yeah, because uh, I tried looking
0: up still on IMDb and like yes, 36 I other I titles. Also, that,
1: right? I also got fucked up. I on. had that issue as well. Um, we should really correct that on notes, probably. Anyway, and then we're going to be reviewing Fast X. Uh, fast 10? I know, Fast than your seatbelts. Um, fast 10. Yes, you're right. It is not Fast X. It's Fast 10. It's a Roman numeral 10. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to be reviewing, uh, as part of our anim- anniversaries, 20 years ago, we get Justin, I think Justin Lin's first movie, uh, Better Luck Tomorrow. Yep. Is that correct? His first movie?
2: I, I think so. Um, so you, you, you found the connection then, right?
1: Yes. There's always a connect. So I was about <laughs> to say that, is that there's always a weird connection for the last, like now four episodes at least, where there's like a weird connection between two movies unexpectedly. Like, it could be the same actor or the same genre, maybe, or exact same, whatever. Um, this time, the connection is that we have Justin Lin, the director who revived the, the Fast and Furious franchise with, Fast, uh, with Tokyo Drift and, and Fast Five, and revived it himself. Like, without him, there is no series. We would not be reviewing Fast 10 today. Yeah, and he's, then we he's, were doing, he, He's made all the best Fast of yeah. the Furious movies. Yeah. So we're doing his first movie, and uh, and at the same time, Fast Ted is coming out. Obviously, he didn't direct it; that would have been even better. But still, um, it's pretty pretty cool con- coincidence there. Uh, all right, you can always find this episode and all of our other episodes at otherpodcast.com. dot uh, So you can find all these other little connections and those and subtle hints of our own like making that we do accidentally. All right, Luke. Um, how is everything with you, man?
2: Um, so far, so good. I'm actually enjoying three days off in a row for the first time ever, ever. as part of my new schedule. Oh, 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 I see. So, it's going to be coming more, more of these. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll probably end up doing some overtime and my time off, but yeah, it's been fun. Because today I was like, oh, yeah, I got to go to work tomorrow. And I'm like, wait, no, I don't. I have another day oh. off. This is awesome. <laughs> I get to do more things. So what are you gonna do? Uh I'm gonna go watch Return of the Jedi.
1: Oh yeah, they're doing that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're yes. showing it in a lo- in a local theater here. Yes. So yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Uh
2: wow. but the one thing I was able to do last week was I went to uh Good old ASAN anime central. Oh you did? For one day. Yeah. I went on Saturday. Just to check it out, see what's going on. Uh, One good thing, not a lot of uh, Harley Quinns anymore, thank the Lord. (laughs) It used to be like one every, you know, five feet away from you. Really? I I, I, I think I only saw one. Okay. So thank God that trend is over.
1: I'm happy about that. Margot Robbie is a real thing. Yeah, she is. Um, That's Awesome um was it as good as last time i don't know how long it's been
2: uh, it's fun. It, it's been growing exponentially now it's they have literally outgrown i think the uh the convention center they've literally took over the entire place now hmm. on top of also using the hotel really yes the like nice. places that were closed off before now they just have full access to i think next year they might even use that little there's like a room that they're building on like the second floor of mm-hmm. the convention center, I, they might even take over that.
1: Yeah, so. uh, yeah, they probably would. I mean, it's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, cool. Uh, Raph, how about you? Um uh, not the similar to Luke. Um,
0: we both work together at the garbage factory, so. Um, yeah. And garbage uh, <laughs> people. Yeah, so I've been uh, new schedule as well. Only uh, I'm. Down to two days, like a pleb, right? Um, But uh, I have weekends, so I have a weird Monday through Friday schedule. So when I say it's my Friday today, it's actually my Friday.
2: It's actually Friday
0: on the schedule too. And it's really weird because I've never felt like that ever in my life with any schedule I've ever done for work.
1: Right.
0: Um, Besides that, yeah, it's trippy. I had a weird day today. I wasn't going to do overtime today. I got called by manager. Uh, at at my work location and they're asking for a Raphael and I have another supervisor named Raphael. <coughs> and they're like, no, not you. We want the, the lead. <laughs> so I'm getting called over there and it was a mess. And they're like, hey, can you stay for overtime? I was like, what do you need? And like, I need you to tell two at least. I need you to do an SNR. I was like, oh, I got you. So if you don't know yeah. what that is, sucks. If you know, sucks. Um, but yeah, that's it. And I um, had to do one of those, so I stayed late today when I told myself I wasn't going to because I had to finish one of the movies. Uh, <laughs> but I still managed. And I managed a nap-in. It worked out.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. So Also, thanks for the change of uh, time today for me. Um, that's excellent. Uh, I, I mean, on my end, I'm not going to get too much into it just because it's a little a tad inappropriate. Um, my prediction was right from like two episodes ago where I said that um, – there's a chance I might get fired, and I was. Um, What's your it, GoFundMe? I don't have a GoFundMe. I don't even know what that is. Um, I do know what that is. <laughs> I'm kidding, but uh, I, it is not worth a GoFundMe. I know that people have been done it. I've done it for less. I'm just saying, I've, not me. Um, and it's uh, it was predictable, and man, a lot faster. In the in the past, I remember that. Um, so we been so we have all we all have employee numbers that also serve as our. Uh, Numbers for uh, discounts, right? Things like that for for, for employees. And um, in the past, I remember, and this is like, I I guess it's been a long time, I guess. I don't remember exactly when. Um, It was uh, often, it was normal that uh, your numbers would work for like a couple weeks. Um, Like it takes a little while, right? For that to like be taken off. Yeah, I
0: took advantage of that when I left my other corporate job as well, yes.
1: Yes, okay, you know what I mean. same. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right i think we're talking about the, you guys are talking about the same place right yep well me and him yes not the same place as you oh yeah, yeah. you too i know yeah. Yeah. yeah yes that's what i meant um and uh but man they uh i guess that's not, not stopping with me necessarily that's probably like a new thing in general uh where everyone goes through it but it's it was like the same day i'm like oh that sucks i'm like i can't take advantage that that sucks. no I'm coffee like, oh. for you no, no, and I haven't. I use my points to get rid of it, and just so I can stop going. <laughs> so hashtag boycott. No, 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 no. You can say Starbucks. I said it before. Um, it was for Starbucks. It was uh, eleven years, about a l- little over eleven years. It, it's fine, guys. Time is.
2: Well, it seems like it's been longer because I've been at my job like just over twelve years now. It definitely feels longer.
1: Hmm. I'll tell you that. What she said, "Yeah, wow." <laughs> Uh, a classic office joke. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's 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 fine. I guess like it. I predicted it, and it was so obvious. And uh, it sucks. That place is a uh, not good. It makes no sense to me. But also telling them that things make no sense tends to never give you uh, a reason to stay either. So uh, I was never going to make it there. Um, all right, that's that's enough of that. It's way too much. Let's go into some recent discoveries. Yes. Um, Let's. So you, (laughs) Luke, (laughs) you saw a movie. Yes. Uh, All right. I'm just going to let you go because uh, we were going to review this movie if we, obviously, if there was time. Yeah. It looks like it wasn't. So uh, what was that movie?
2: Uh, That movie was Blackberry, Hmm. which I found one Showtime yesterday. Oh, really? I was going to go see Fast 10 yesterday. Then I saw that, I'm like, holy shit, there's one showing at the theater by your old job now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. (laughs) So I had to drive up all the way over there just to see it. And this movie did definitely not disappoint.
1: That's what I hear.
2: It is fucking fantastic. (laughs) You know, uh, pretty much Blackberry, the story of the meteoric rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone. I, I know that the BlackBerry is no longer a thing nowadays, as what it was before. Because I actually owned one, and mm-hmm. this movie gave me like nostalgia. It's like yeah. oh, I missed my BlackBerry. That was a great film. but it was great just to see like the people behind it and what the what they were doing. Yeah. Um. Let's see. It stars your three main guys are um, Jabo. I can't say his Parichel. name. Barishel. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have uh, Glenn Howerton mm-hmm. and Matt Doug. Pretty much the two CE the co CEOs was Jay and Glenn's character as Michael Zardis and Jim Basili.
1: Mm-hmm. Basili. Yeah.
2: yeah, so. Uh, fantastic. It's Jay's I don't know why Jay gets Tywaist typecast There's like this like weak, spineless type of guy. Well, he's a little guy. You he know. is, I know, but yeah, they definitely really. so play on that. But he turns into like a fucking asshole towards the end. Hmm.
1: So right. I hear so. his movie's great.
2: Uh, it's I, fantastic I will, I i'm glad i got it i think it's gonna be actually i checked it's gonna be up for rental or purchase like sometime next week like mm-hmm. first or second day of june okay so if it's for purchase i might buy it again okay
1: that's so. good. <laughs> uh that's awesome um i can't wait to see it thank you for not spoiling it too much because i really want to see it um what i mean
2: you uh, can't spoil something that's
1: yeah, but I was never read the... I'm never going to read it. I don't give a shit enough about the BlackBerry. Uh, but also, but like, honestly, I actually a two-hour
2: movie, uh, yeah. that's totally doable, right? I looked up, like, the Blackberries. So, like, you can find them, like, on... Like, for 50 bucks on eBay. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they... Like, the network that they had working on them, like, works anymore. I think they completely took it offline. Yeah, yeah. It's, so no, it's, it's just like, like paper, you can't... You can't a with a paperweight. I- but, but, man, that was... That yeah. was a good time back in the day.
1: I got to say, I wish I... I don't have that. I won't have that nostalgia because I never had a Blackberry, but I've seen many of them for sure. My friend and I think our dad had, Didn't our dad have one though? Am I wrong? What's up? Didn't our dad have a Blackberry? No, not, if he did, it was the end
0: of it. I don't remember oh, him having yeah. one. I was thinking
1: okay. about the same thing, but no. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's the next movie? You have to, right?
2: Uh, the next one is F9 The Fast Saga. So I, I've never actually seen this movie. Okay, I think right. I I was. Right. This it, is the space one. Oh my god, I was, I was shocked. I thought you guys were joking about. that I know, right? We could just say anything.
1: <laughs> oh, is that the movie where they uh, crane kick into a cliff with a car? Like what?
2: Like yeah, they do that. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. So I finally saw it. This was the last one directed by Justin Lin,
1: mm-hmm.
2: our boy who directed this uh you know, other movie, Better Luck Tomorrow. Yeah. And this movie was just outrageous. CGI fest like galore too. Yeah, it was, to the point where it was very annoying. Well, they mix like, practical too,
1: but it's uh, it's pretty off. Uh, yeah, some of the things of
2: I'm like are very CGI, and they look yes. very off. And I'm like, this uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was interesting how they can make anybody family or bring back family or <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's 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 pretty formulaic about uh, mm-hmm. F9 there, which is. Uh...
2: Catching honestly I, at this point the way they're going they're somehow going to bring paul walker back to fucking life
1: i mean uh, that was a that was a i mean that is we're gonna get to it i think but i'll save it for that okay but, cool but it might be a concern yes
2: okay but you Anyways, were mad were you a fan of this f9 you're
1: catching up here right
2: oh so. uh, yeah i was catching up it was f- fine it was just a lot of action and a lot of craziness and they went to space and I was like, Oh my god, they actually managed to go to space. That was crazy. And they yeah. you know, they brought back people from like Tokyo Drift and everything like that, so that was fun. Oh, that's right. I I fun to see that. those guys too. So yes. interesting. Interesting. Okay. okay. Um that's awesome. So that's all I managed actually, so Oh well you're caught up. Thank you for catching
1: up for the for our fast ten.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm not saying you'll be lost, but yeah, you'll basically have a new person in there, right? right. You wouldn't recognize. Um, so that's good. Um, and that's what Luke's been watching. Rob, you also have two. Well, to be fair, it's John
2: oh. Cena. He was probably in every movie. We just couldn't see him. That's right. That's right.
1: I almost forgot that. that name. Uh, what about you, Rob? What are you going to watch? Yeah, I, um,
0: I managed to catch a couple movies, uh, which I, I guess is not a biopic, it's just a telling of a story, right? Um, yeah,
1: or... it's a period piece, I guess. Yeah, I guess. That's all how how we out. are, that our own history is pre- our period pieces now?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw air. Oh, God, we're old. Uh, mm-hmm. This follows the history of the shoe salesman, Sony Vaccaro, and how he led Nike and its don't, pursuit don't worry, of the greatest athlete in the history of basketball. I'm Jay. Um, this is Michael Jordan, but you know, we all do that. Uh, obviously right. it's Ben Affleck's directing, which actually was my least favorite character in the movie. Um, but besides that,
1: but not your f- least favorite director of the movie, right? I, I
0: guess I don't know. Yeah. Besides that, I actually thought it was a fun, like, good vibes movie. Like, it was a uh, good mm-hmm. energy. It was always keeping you interested in the movie. It was always keeping you like, hey, this is going on. Mm-hmm. The, some of the scenes with Chris Tucker was a little weird, especially when he put on like this accent, But nothing crazy. Um, Viola Davis looked like she commanded the room every time, which was fantastic. Which she kind of always does. Mm-hmm. Right? Um Matt Damon just looked like uh, I'm uh It's funny because I kept calling him fat, and I was like, he's not even that fat. Leave him alone. Like <laughs> he's bigger than everybody else, but not like that. You know? It was one of those things. Uh, yeah. But it, it was it was a cool thing. It's like it's like. Um, they had this thing where they kept showing like uh, the 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 mission statement or the the visions of Nike, right? But um, they kept showing the rules of Nike or what they do, right? Um, and like, hey, this is how we 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 do this. We always close. We push all this effort. And he is—he's literally following all these things, and he's and he's being like roadblocked the whole way through. And it's cool to see like what the guy obviously saw in. MJ to want to pursue MJ when they didn't, they're obviously the third in line in this mega, uh, what's it called, uh, this conglomerate of who, the shoe industry, right? Which yeah. is Converse, is Adidas, and uh, Nike. Those are the top three. Because at the time, Converse owned the contract for NBA, and all shoes had to be basically white, if you didn't know that about anything. So hmm. there's a lot of things like that. And uh, it's cool. It's cool to watch. Uh, it was a, actually I thought it was a really cool movie. Like I said, it keeps you interested the whole way through, and then by the time you get to where you need to, uh, it it feels like they fumble it, and they do a really good job of how they control it. Uh, so I thought it was a fun movie. It's on a, it's on Amazon Prime. You should watch it if you're anywhere interested in like something like this type of movie.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, period piece.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, that's right. It is on Amazon Prime now. Yeah, that was Yeah, so. they
1: keep hawking it to me, and I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna see it.
2: July. Yeah, so it was it was a good watch like i said i had fun with it
0: um i i would recommend just for that um uh, the all the all the actors are, are good now We're
2: did good. you want to buy a pair of jordans i've always wanted a pair of jordans
0: but um i refuse to pay the prices for uh, ridiculous prices which right. i'll probably get some retros but you know that is what it is some retro some retro ones some
1: retro ones in different i know a few people there. that are super into shoes
0: yeah, I, I'm not uh, enough to. Opposite. I'm not enough to do that. But I like some of them. But then everyone's like, well, you got to protect them," or "You got to." Nah, I'm cool. Don't tell
2: me what to do. It, right? It's funny because I see people like if you don't actually wear the shoes for like a long time, I see like that the the sole like disintegrates essentially. Oh, really? Yeah, and that people have like stocks of these shoes that they've never actually worn, and the, the soles are just disintegrating. That's funny. <laughs> it is. It sucks to suck.
1: It's kind of like the modern version of uh, you guys ever seen like old relic like um, I um pottery items, clay, uh, like, yes, like cl- clay tea sets, yes. right. Like you know you have to use them to actually uh, protect them because if they if they're dry and you leave them out, they get they they crack. Yeah. Um, you literally have to have boiling water in them and use them as a tea. Right. whatever um like in the well, old days just in keep them alive and yeah. i said
0: one of you guys was with that video on uh on tiktok about uh about buying shoes but being super broke or was it i don't, I, I can't, I don't know if buying shoes and being so, super broke yeah there's like the you know the shoe industry how like collectors are the guy drops like 10 g's and like the big the best the, the hardest finds of shoes he's like he goes yeah 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 i he goes, yeah, I'm just going to buy them and put them in a closet and never wear them. I'm just a shoe <laughs> collector, you know? Oh. And he goes, yeah, I have two, two, two kids, a wife. I don't know how I'm going to eat tomorrow, but I just got <laughs> $10,000, you know? And I'm just like, that's what? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, but that's it feels like that's how it is there. That's how they are. Uh, so, anyways, that's air. That's air, nonetheless. Right. Um, the next movie I saw is a documentary. Um, and uh, what's it called? It is it is about the mu- the New York music scene in the early 2000s. Um, technically oh, starts in 1999
1: i've this, heard of this one so yes. yeah
0: this is this is this is showtimes and i told myself i wanted to watch it when it came out last year uh, 2022 and i was like and i had mentioned it in the podcast like i forgot which episode but and i said hey I'm, I'm totally interested in this but i'll never watch it because i don't have showtime guess what i have showtime um so, you
2: get showtime
0: it's on my prime uh, paramount plus That's oh what. paramount Pro plus gets you showtime now well yes the one i have does they all do
1: I mean, Hulu, can you can do it through Hulu, can you can do it through Amazon.
0: You can get, you can show, you can get Showtime anywhere, but apparently, i like the cheapest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so just an add on. Yeah, so it's okay. a part of the, yeah, yeah. Well, they own Showtime also now,
1: which is probably so, why it's cheaper.
0: Probably yeah. why it's cheaper, yeah. So the, the movie's called Meet Me in the Bathroom. Yeah, Um, and it's like it says an immersive journey through the New York scene of the early two thousands, a new generation Kickstarter musical rebirth for the New York City that reverberated around the world. So essentially, it kind of it's it's cool how it begins, and it begins very much this like uh, home video kind of thing, following this band called the Moldy Peaches uh, to. Mm-hmm. to finding the finding out that uh they befriend this uh band call uh that there's just about to start called the yeah yeah, yeah yes if you haven't heard of them mm-hmm. um, and then you have uh with Karen o right and then that leads to finding about about the strokes and then them starting if you know anything about the strokes and these are all the people that started... I've heard of them yeah so I love the strokes by the way and I didn't know it was gonna be about that I just knew it was about the New York scene um, and it was kind of like they're they're all like trying to revitalized music you know they were a big rock and roll scene and nothing happened for like a decade or so decade and a half.
2: not in, not in this country no
0: right 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 and then they started it off again and it's them kind of going through those those pains it follows a couple other bands like interpol if you've ever heard of them um and then it also kind of goes through obviously you know 9 because nine eleven 11 happens in those early 2000s because that's literally early 2000s 2001 and they talk about it and they talk about how it impacts them Right and how it impacts the music. How all of a sudden it went from like, yeah, we're doing these things, we're doing these scenes, to now it's like we're not allowed to have the the fun that we were, the rebellious things that we were doing. You know, Uh, we can't even live in certain areas. They started getting like pushed out because of security reasons and stuff like that. And you know, they're trying to make things more secure in New York and stuff like that. So, um, and it's just cool to follow them as well. It follows this other guy who I am gonna Ryan Adams. Who uh, and James James Murphy is the main guy. Sorry, James Murphy. If I was a, uh, he does a bunch of things. Uh like he starts a studio and then he 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 tries his own thing. He does his. I, I, ends up finally making a band. that it works out and they're like all in their like late thirties when they start the band. Mm-hmm. And he never like. It's it's really cool and some of the music he has. It's it's very. It felt very. Uh, what's that? uh what's that? Smack my bitch up kind of thing um, prodigy yeah oh, it felt like prodigy where but it, it felt like the, the lyrics wise wise it's just like he's just it's just anger like it's just him yelling at people about things like that he that he sees you know and stuff like that and, it, and they're like no one's gonna buy this and then the, people bought it and it's like, yeah, it's one of those things, you know? He was just being so true to himself that, because then the Napster era hits, obviously, so it's, it's a lot of stuff that happens. But it mainly follows, like I said, a couple bands in those. And it kind of, the Strokes kind of end up taking over because they're the biggest band in that group of people. And it shows, like, a lot of stuff that happens between them as well. And how, like, controlling and Julian Casablancas was and stuff like that, which is the main uh, the singer of the Strokes and did most of the music for them. Mm. Um, but it's a, it's a really cool watch. It's, uh, under two hours, uh, hour 45. And, uh, it's just, it's just cool to follow them and see how they became big. And, and then they find out people, how do you guys know my new album? I just, I, we just started touring with it. And this guy, this band, this people, this people in Britain and England know my whole, the whole lyrics to every song in the album. How does that, when we go live to shows because of Napster and because of all these things, you know, and they're yeah. just leaks and stuff like that. And it's, it's super cool to watch, to see like a lot of these, uh, like basically early 2000s, like my high school area, my high school days of uh, of this music uh, scene in New York. Really cool watch. I think, Luke, you'd enjoy it. Um, I, after, it actually sounds something I would probably dig. Yeah, yeah, it does, does. So I dug it. I It was recommended to me through a podcast. Um, last year and i was like oh man i'm totally interested in it and i just kept it in my like radar and it just yeah i, I just happened to stumble across it i was like oh shit i oh, i have
2: showed that let's go <laughs> once you give me your login
0: information i did you have it already yeah <laughs> yeah you didn't use it i will now anyways besides the point that's meet me in the bathroom uh please don't uh, Oh, please don't
1: so, uh, obviously, I have a lot of time on my hands, so I saw a lot of movies. Um, actually oh, I made, a, I made a huge time. <laughs> I'm just going to mute myself. No, these are interesting. Um, I already cut it. a few off, by the way. Oh I boy. cut a few off already. Um, so, anyway, I'm going to start with a, a really short one. I saw, because I have time, and I don't give a shit, and I wasn't in the mood for anything serious, I saw Jurassic World Dominion, the movie that came out, I think, it was last
2: year? Um, is that the, the, the second film. Chris Pratt one? The latest one how many are there
1: uh there's three jurassic world jurassic did that movie came out already the middle one i forgot the name of it that In was last years, right? last year's right yes. last wait
2: there's, there's three, three now, now? yeah Holy
1: fuck <laughs> yeah this one they bring back the the cast from the first movie from the night
2: oh yes okay now i remember uh, the like,
1: trailers uh, like uh, grant and sattler and malcolm i forgot his name um uh, anyway it's uh it's awful carol wow. movie and the thing is that it has such a great potential the worst part about this b- movie is that it has great potential because uh they fucked up the you know I, my opinion jurassic world and the second one i forget the, the name of it um they're not good movies they've never been good movies i don't know why they're so big but they never for me they're, they're not good movies. dinosaurs dude yeah right. i get, i get why i'm saying dino don't, dna don't say that and uh this, and they, But they, what they did is that they opened the world up to have dinosaurs in the world, like all over the world, right? That's how they did it. They did it badly, but they, that's how they ended the last one. So this one, I was like, let's see what they do with it. And it has a great beginning because it's like, it's like all about the, how they're spotted everywhere. People are videoing them, you know, seeing like, Instead of a crocodile in Florida and some swap, you see a fucking dinosaur eating something. You know, things like that. Or attacking people on I the mean, highway.
2: it's Florida. Uh, I right, it's anything Florida. In
1: Florida. I was just saying some example. I don't know if it was really Florida. Anyway. Um, and it was like, oh, that's cool. That's, I'm like, I, I wonder what it's going to be like, right? It's like an open world version of it. It's like Monster Hunter World. Um, and I'm like, what am I expecting? And then what they did, which is terrible, is that they made up a whole story regarding... Well, not made up a whole story, but they made uh, they made up this whole plot where, like, they picked a villain, a guy villain again, a person, I mean, and a corporation, like Engine from the first one. Um, and, uh, they use some stupid ass crop, like locust, engineered locust bugs, gigantic bugs, as the, the catalyst for the whole plot going in, like, involving the kidnapping of the Velociraptor that uh, Chris Pratt likes, and, uh, and all this shit, and um, that's what drives all the characters forward and all that, right, into the, you know, the craziness at the end, and I'm like, you guys have all this world to do all this shit, and you just force everyone into basically one location, like, one bad guy, one compound, like, why is this happening over and over again? This is the same plot from the last one. Exact same plot, I feel like, you know, they have to go to one place, it's like, like, I don't think they understand what they're doing, and, um, I just felt like the the movie left a lot of good shit on the table for no reason, for absolutely no reason, and it's not very good. I don't I don't recommend this movie. Not even for just like background fun. Um, Damn it! I was about to ask that. <laughs> I was just. I mean, maybe, maybe if you really don't pay attention.
0: Because I was thinking, how long is it? Hour or two? It's probably two something.
1: I don't remember. Sorry.
0: Because I was thinking, of like, maybe I can just have it on the background while I'm doing, you know, yeah. cleaning up or building a Lego or something, you know?
1: Right, right, right. Anyway, that's all I'm gonna say on that. That's the world dominion. Don't watch it. Whatever. Fuck you. Um, so I went into a Wes Craven kick, uh, recently. So I, I've been rewatching the screen okay. movies uh for oh, funsies, cool. and I was like thinking, like, wait, I, I I don't think have I seen all the west craven movies, you know? Because I've seen a lot of people on their stairs and so on, but like not maybe not everything, right? Um, oh, The Last House on the Left. I meant to say, although I think he did both. Now I'm mixing up my movies. Anyway, whatever. Um. So I saw this movie and I'm like, what else has he made uh, before, obviously he's passed away now, 10 years or something, but like, uh, what, what else did he make? And I saw this movie that I, I thought, it, I, I knew he didn't direct it, but I thought he was a part of it in some way. I saw a movie called They. Have you guys ever seen that? No. They. It's from 2002. No, nope. This is back during the, the era of your documentary. Um, a psychology student finds all her childhood fears and phobias becoming real after a traumatic uh, event Um, this was, I remember the marketing for this movie back then, that's how old I am, and um, and uh, yeah, I remember thinking this movie was good. I don't recognize anyone in this movie now. I mean, I do recognize it from that era, and but not really from anywhere else. And um, this movie has nothing to do with Wes Craven. What they did is that they did the classic, you know, how Steven Spielberg presents movies and shit. Oh, yeah, what they did, and I think I. I knew I knew this movie because of something related to Wes Craven. But all he did was lend under his name. He didn't do anything. He didn't produce it even. Uh, He didn't do anything with this movie. He probably never even seen it. Um, That's how little he had to do with it. But I did see it. And here I am with it. Um, Now, this movie is very strange. I have a few movies here that I don't know if I've seen it before. So this one, I didn't recognize anything other than I think like the trailer back then. So I'm safe to say that it isn't my first time watching it. And they, as a cool concept in the sense of uh, uh, what scare, uh, sorry, uh, what scares you as a child with these people with the, who's had uh, night terrors as children, um, what they discover is that some of them, the ones that know each other, um, are actually afraid of something that's actually realistic. And what it is is a supernatural nature. It's creatures that come out of uh, from the shadows, like in a realm of some kind. Kind of like uh, Mimic a little bit, but more like... Um, I like Mimic. Yeah, like that. I know mimic is in our real world too, but I am saying it's like mimic in the sense of creatures, and uh, and an alternate reality, like any sci fi concept. And it's uh, LSA is a pretty cool concept. It's ve- it feels like a like a nineties movie. Many of it, like it's very, um, it's very, uh, it's a little more deliberate on some of the stuff that you are used to from the nineties. And but I think the story was pretty good, and I think the lead actress was uh, also pretty solid. And it's uh, her name is Laura Regan or Reagan, probably. And uh, it has Mark Blucas, by the way, who is a, a Buffy star. Um, and I thought it was a solid movie. Nothing to cry home about. Who was he in Buffy? He was, um, I forgot his name already. He was uh, Buffy's ex-boyfriend or boyfriend during college, when she was in college.
2: Oh, I don't remember much of those episodes. It was season uh, that...
1: seasons four, basically, three, four, five.
2: I, I, I got to re- do like a
1: rewatch of that series. Mm-hmm. One I've been rewatching it recently. Uh, very slowly. But yes, I've been rewatching it. Uh, so yeah, I'm in this kick of that era right now, I guess I'm watching a lot of early 2000 stuff So that's they It was a fun horror movie It um, never really quite goes as far But it has a dark ending for sure And I over like the, the, the cool concept though. They don't go all too far with it though I kind of wish they went farther Anyway, uh, so I actually did see for my next movie I did see a, Chris- a West Creamy movie that I had not seen before And uh, and this one I don't remember either I'm going to ask Roth off here I okay. saw a movie called Cursed
0: Cursed.
1: I also don't... from... uh This is from 2005. Sorry, not 2005. 2005. A werewolf loose in Los Angeles changes the lives of three young adults who, after being mauled by the beast, learn they must kill it in order to avoid becoming werewolves themselves. Classic tale. Of this the sounds familiar. That... It's writ- written by Kevin Williamson and directed by Wes Craven. This stars huh. Christina Ricci and a very young Jesse Eisenberg. Whoa. In Portia de Rossi. Um... This is a blast from the past for me. Like, I feel like I, w- while I was watching it, Ralph, this whole time, the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, this is so familiar, but I don't remember any of this. But it, yet, it feels familiar. And I don't know, it could just be Christina Ricci. She was a lot more around in that era. Um, although, check out Yellow Jackets today if you want to see her today. Um, so, I was going to ask you, Ralph, if you remember us watching this together. And I just don't this remember. Looks, this you know, looks
0: familiar. Right. I feel, I feel
1: look like look. I have, but I also feel like I made it up in my brain. You know. Right. That, that's that's how it can be for sure. So um, this is a werewolf movie, and uh, like not halfway through, but a little bit before halfway. Like I was watching it, like in the first act or so, I was like, oh. And I looked it up, and I was like, oh, Kevin Williamson did write this. So they're like a these two like like Powerhouse. like working around a lot because they did. You know, they both did the first three screen movies. Um, same writer, same director, duo, right? And I'm like, so, because I was watching the movie, I'm like, why, is, this feels like it's almost a horror, it's not a, it is a horror movie, but it treats the werewolf mythology like a whodunit. The, it's a mystery about who's the actual werewolf killing people while you have the main characters, uh, you know, in the process of becoming a werewolf. So it plays with, uh, with the notion of like, they could be doing it and they don't know it, or, more likely, that uh, they're turning into it and they have to find out who they're, who bit them uh, to kill them in order to get them to stop. But, like, in the end, it's like a big whodunit. And you don't know if those two things are different. Like, the person that bit you could be not the killer as well. And it's like a big whodunit. Like, Scream. It's like another Scream movie. It's like a slasher movie, but not slashing. It's, it's a werewolf. Um, and, it, and it's in in L.A., so they probably didn't have to even leave their houses to fucking go work on this movie. <laughs> right, yeah. And it's a pretty fun I'll movie. I'll be back, honey. Yeah. Right, right. It is a fun movie. I really liked it. Uh, it's, uh, it also has um, um, a, a young, uh, this is like must be like early Gilmore Girls era. Yes. Milo? Uh, is it Milo or Milo? I say Milo, but it's probably Milo. No, you're probably right. Uh, Milo and Emilia. Right. He's in that. And Joshua Jackson also yeah he's block over here with him um, in that movie and uh, it's really funny and Judy Greer <laughs> Judy Greer also gotta say um, Judy Greer really yeah, yeah. and sure. also a young uh, Nick Offerman before he does something well Portia
0: de Rossi person who likes to have
1: murdered all the time yeah Personally. yeah they they definitely change that up for her and they also change up a lot of things with Milo yeah. Ventimiglia. Um, yeah. Well, bro, it's, he, it's, did you say fun. Scott Baio? Because Scott's Baio. Scott business. Scott Baio, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's what's up. Let's go. He plays himself. Um, Shocker. Oh, he's in like, three like, he's in like three scenes, though. Anyway, that sounds like the most thing he could do. Also, uh, so like a few things. I'm not gonna get so so into it, but I, mean, I really like Wes Craven stuff. I like his style. I like his. Uh, I really like his um his focus on his movies. Like I wonder, like why is he called one of the masters of horror? I like. I see it more as I'm watching all these movies especially reliving some of those old ones that I've seen before. I'm like, he has a really good, uh, really sensitive touch to his movies and I really liked it. And um, I also like how this one kind of bends on that too. Now, this is still early 2000s, so it's still pretty toxic era in our world. I'm wrong, we're toxic now too, but at least we're more aware. And um, and it's funny how this movie touches on that stuff, on the stuff that would be cringe today. And it does it really, I think, better than most movies, especially from that era. So, I recommend it, Cursed. It's not like a, uh, it didn't scare me once, but it's a fun movie. It's a Who Done It and it's fun. Um next up here, so I'm trying to get to them fast so you guys don't hate me. Um have you guys ever seen the movie Searching? Remember we I think we yes, reviewed it. Did yes, you? yes, yes. I did. I liked it. We had a part they had, they had a part two, right, or something like that? So no, it's not a part two. Oh but I got a uh, pseudo another, sequel. Pseudo yeah, it's like a spiritual sequel. Right, right, right. There you go. Oh, spiritual with John sequel. Cho uh the yes. searching yes searching yeah, is yeah, with john Cho. yeah i remember that uh okay so the same writer and director same exact writers and directors actually it's like multiple of them i think did another movie called missing and, and oh ver- i
2: saw that it's like pg-13 one
1: yes it came okay, out this yeah. year earlier this year i saw the trailer yeah after her mother goes missing a young woman tries to find her mom from home using tools available on her online to her online sorry um yeah, and this is uh, very much like searching, and, and, and it all takes place in um in a computer screen, like on a computer screen, as she's searching around, mm-hmm. just like in right. And uh, it does play with the with the style too, uh, mixing up different things to move around in time and space, relating to their story. I would say this movie it's a. I didn't think it was two almost two hours. It's like a um a, a, an hour fifty one minutes. I thought I thought it was shorter. It felt like it went fast in a good way. This movie keeps you going a mile a minute. It's like right when you're about to get like a little frustrated with the formula, maybe because, you know, it can get boring or tedious if you do it wrong. Right when you're about to like, oh, I don't know where this is going. Like they hit you with the next next beat of the mystery. Like you discover something. She discovers something, of course. Yeah. And then like, oh, shit. You know, it has do like they, five oh shit moments that I do they, really do. Do it. they do,
0: they do uh, uh, I thought searching, right? Is that the first one?
1: I thought searching was, yeah.
0: I thought searching did a really good job of how they managed to stay in that, like, really closed environment, right? Yeah. Did, yeah they do a, did they do a good job here, too?
1: Yeah. Well, it's very similar. I would say the formula is, is very similar, except that they just changed the dynamics, right? Uh, so, in the first one, it's like they understand, and, and the filmmakers understand, as you could tell by the writing, is that it is a mystery. And it's supposed to be all about tension and finding this person, whatever. But, like, the real core of that movie of searching was that a father getting to know his daughter because she's missing. Right? Right,
0: right, right, that right. That was right. the
1: whole point of it. This one is very similar. The daughter is finding out about her mom because she's missing. And it has a—so it keeps that to that emotionality intact, you know. So it's, it works well for that. And uh, and they keep true to that uh, in this one's well. So I, rec- I highly recommend missing. It was a lot of fun. Um, and last movie here, sorry. Um, I saw finally saw a movie that I've been saving for myself uh, for a time I was ready for. I saw Suspiria. I'm talking about the 2018 Suspiria. version. I mean, that's
2: Suspiria. Yeah, that's... So, different. I remember when this was coming out, I wanted to see it, but it was, like, very too. limited.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember I, I wanted to see it that year, and for some reason I didn't. And then I just, like, never really got back to it until I was ready for it i guess because i knew it's a big movie and so this movie suspiria this is a remake of uh, an old 60s or 70s italian horror movie master Dario argento and um so the the plot of it is a darkness swirls at the center of a world-renowned dance company one that will engulf the artistic director an ambitious young dancer and a grieving psychotherapist some will succumb to the nightmare others will finally wake up it's a pretty cool synopsis doesn't spell anything um this is directed by Luca Guadagnino, who is fast becoming a really fun director for me. Obviously, Italian with that name. So, it's a good to have an Italian to the remake as well. He did A Bigger Splash. He did Bones and All last year, which almost made my top 10 movie a pretty good oh, film. Oh, yeah. Movie. I
2: remember you talking about that one.
1: Yeah. He also did one of my favorite love stories called I Am Love. I love that movie. And anyway, this uh, this remake of his, it's on that's on Amazon Prime. I think it's a Prime direct movie. Um. It stars uh, Chloe Moretz, Chloe Grace Moretz, sorry, and Tilda Swinton, and many other actors who you probably wouldn't recognize. It is uh, it is completely a head turn from the original. It does change a lot of things, but it keeps the core and and its uh, core of the story the same. And this is a really fun horror movie. It is good. The more attention you pay, the more you are rewarded. As a matter of fact, I had to go back a couple of times uh, on one of the scenes I didn't pay attention because it was like a little hard to keep up with the movie. But if you keep, but if you um, if you pay attention for it and you follow it through and you manage to follow it through, it's a really good movie. Uh, it has like these acts and chapter breaks. And uh, it's all set in Germany in the 80s when the wall's still up, you know, uh, East and West Germany. And uh, so it has that era of like uh, the, the powder keg of the political thing, landscape and all that, while this is going on. But what this movie really nails, guys, and I think, I don't know how else to say this. If you guys ever really want to see a good Coven of Witches movie... This is probably the best. And I've seen several it's that probably it's Coven. It, and it's uh, it's a joke. like if you want to see a good witch like movies about witches or witch behavior or like ritual or that kind of thing, you know, like you of of, yes, but not that. And uh, I think that very few movies manage to be as genuine feeling as this. As authentic as authentic in its like style and mood, you know what I'm saying? It captures it really well, I think, better than must be most movies because that is my favorite right now, and I can't think of any other coven, like movie. A lot of bad movies about witches, and uh, but very few of them even try to attempt to be good about a coven of witches, like a society of them, a ritual of them. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. I know I love the witch, but the witch is just one witch, and it's not like they are the perspective either. Um, I really recommend it. Uh, also, my favorite movie with. Uh, What's her name? Dakota Johnson, who is like the give or take the lead. The uh, that's the Fifty Shades girl. Um, okay, that is it for our recent discoveries. So we're going to take All a right. break. When we come back, we're going to review
2: what movie? Still a Michael J. Fox movie.
1: <laughs> I think I am just going to call this movie
2: "Still." Yeah, still. Yeah, stay with us. Still a Michael J. Fox movie follows the life of beloved actor and advocate. Michael J. Fox exploring his personal and professional triumphs and t- travails and what happens when an incurable optimist uh, confronts an incurable disease. doesn't sound like you read that
1: for the first time just now either. <laughs>
2: no, never.
1: <laughs> Say incurable three times fast. Incurable, yeah, yeah. Incurable, yeah, yeah. Incurable, yeah. Incurable,
2: yeah. incurable, incurable, incurable,
1: okay. incurable. Okay, that stops. Like that. Well, you um, fucked
2: up. You said it at five. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. This one, I'm going to hand off to Ralph. Oh, shit. What was your first impressions of still a Michael I, J. Fox movie? Okay, don't say that. Jesus Christ. Um, I dug the
0: shit out of how this movie was. The story was told to us with clips of, his, of all of his movies or his shows. And as he's talking about how he feels, as he's talking about how it's going on, and you're showing all these clips of him um, acting it out. Right, that's what he is, he's an actor, but at the same time, he can't show you all of his current stuff as he's saying it and when he's being uh, asked a question with the fact that his, um, oh, I'm sorry, uh, his, uh, what, what's it called? What, what is he? Oh my god, why, why can't why, why, I just forget? Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's yeah. is just so high, right? Just like, yeah, especially now. And uh, when his market is just so high that he's uh, he can't he just can't do what he would be asked of right in a movie, Um, and uh, it's cool. I like seeing that whole thing just the the way the movie was the way the movie was the story was told the movie was told and how he's saying it to us, and it felt really blunt and honest, right? Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And it felt like it didn't shy away from things, Um, and it did and it didn't, right? obviously but um it sticks to it sticks to its mission of what it what what it wants to do in my opinion and i dug it i thought it was a really cool movie to watch easy easy movie to watch also Uh, and it's a unique ish story right Mm -hmm. um and i feel like uh a lot of people would have done what he would have done what he did for his career and for his for himself right of that of like kind of like I mean, it's it's weird to talk about a movie that's real life, right? That's just like everyone knows what's happened, right? Yeah. Actually, can
1: um, I just say real quick? Uh, can we just give our first impressions and then go straight to spoilers? Yeah. Because- so that
0: so that yeah, I'll, I'll leave it. At, I'll leave it at like just it's it, it's just really good. I uh, really cool how they how they how they shot the movie, how they how they did everything, and I like the documentarian also. Um, who, who the guy uh, the guy who's asking questions. Uh, he, does, so he He sounds like some, a dick. You mean he he does sound like a dick, but at the same time, he's just like, hey, I need the answer. No, and yeah, so, right. you, can tell, I mean, you can tell he you you
1: appreciates
0: it. Yeah, you're right, those. very much so. And, so I, and, I, and I dug that a lot, and I even think, you know, uh, it looked like uh, Michael J. Fox also was just like, oh, like, you're just fucking going to it. Like, I, was, I like it, you know, like, let's go. Yeah, and it was one of those things. Um, so, yeah, really, uh, really, really cool movie, in my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I agree. I also loved how they used his things you know from his like his tv shows to kind of go along with what his his life was actually going through and it's kind of funny it's like hey i'm going through this right now so i know how to act it because i'm feeling it <laughs> you know he was like super broke probably and things like right. that so or like overworking himself when he was doing like the movies and the tv shows right so it was, it was fun fun movie uh i feel like i'd I've known a good chunk of his life and things like that, but mainly that was towards the Back to the Future series. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot about his other things like Spin City. I knew that existed. I just forgot about it. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, I maybe want to watch Spin City again because I
1: haven't seen it, it since it aired. Me too. And I don't remember any of it. I remember thinking really? I really liked it. I want yeah, to go I, back and watch it again. because Yeah, me too. I remember I liking it
0: as well. It.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so. Um, Wait, I think Oscar. I confused it with that. Uh, what's that Tommy Boy actor? From time, uh, the second guy, the. Oh, uh. Yeah. Wasn't it? David Spade. Yeah. David Spade. Spade. David David Spade. Spade. I, I was confused, uh, Spin City with that uh, David Spade sitcom because I think it came out around the same time. I think in my head, I, I, I mixed them up sometimes. Well, I'm, I can't see? wait to see it now. Anyway, uh, my opinion on this movie still is that it's, uh, it's, fa- it's fantastic. The technique, I don't think I've ever seen this before, or if I have, I've never seen it used, uh, so seamlessly. In this movie, it's not just that they use footage to like talk about what his what he's talking about, like in the voiceover, what what uh, Michael J. Fox is talking about, you know, his uh, disease or his like uh, meeting his uh, future wife or or or, you know working in Hollywood. It's uh, they uh, they cut in um, reenactment shots of like to to like bridge between the footage of what he's actually filmed and shot in the eighties and nineties to to their reenactment version. So like they stitched them together and I couldn't tell a difference sometimes uh, in a few little uh, moments. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was really well blended. Yeah. It's blended really well. Yeah. And it, it's like... It made it, made it yeah. so enjoyable to... i never really seen it that way before.
0: It, it was like listening to an audiobook but, like, a visual version of it. It's like a mix of both. So, know?
1: yeah, right, because it's based on uh, Michael J. Fox's autobiography, and I, which I haven't right. read, and uh, I don't know if I will or not. My interest in this is, like, about a movie's length, really, because, you know, whatever. And, um, but it's uh, it's fascinating hearing him talk and hearing that brutal honesty because that's what he... And it makes sense for someone to fall into this. It's what he prefers, given his, uh, um, his uh, disability right now, because... Like, he would hate any kind of pity, any kind of fakeness. So, like, he would never trust that. So, like, he probably would appreciate a guy that sounds kind of a dick asking him these directions point like point blank, uh, like a sledgehammer. Yeah. And, like, um, and keeping him on, on, on what he's talking about overall. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I was a big fan. And I think uh, we should probably get into spoilers just so we can freely talk about the details. Um, because it's his life and all that. But it's a brand new movie. And it's like, you know, it's a documentary, but just still. So, still. Uh, spoilers Let's do that Starting now uh, Okay Man That uh, I Did not I did not think uh, I'm not saying that he was I mean I knew he was Like a grassroots actor For sure um, I didn't know And I looked that. at IMDB As I was watching the movie I'm like man He really He did all these Like one episode of this One yep. episode of that He did so much a like, work
2: uh, One gripe about IMDB mm-hmm. Yeah it's not accurate on still the movie page top cast Michael J. Fox isn't anywhere in here
1: uh, or
2: even when you click on cast you yeah. don't see him in the cast at he's all
1: not, I don't think he would be considered a cast member he's a subject
2: he's still shot in it though he's I'm not saying I think that's why it's, he's got writing he's got writing credits because it's based on the book, based on his book yeah. he's also got like he's he plays, plays himself
1: it has self credits on the IMDb page, like he's not an actor in the most yeah, he, I think it comes up as self credits,
2: yeah, yeah, that's why it says rest of cast listed alphabetically, though a lot of these people are self, though. But at the very <laughs> bottom, it says he's not credited for this movie.
1: I'm saying I think the difference is because he's a subject, I think that's why I'm not saying it makes sense, I'm just it, telling it, you, I get
2: it doesn't make sense, but I guess no, it doesn't make sense,
1: um, stupid IMDb. But man, that whole thing, that whole stint about him doing Back to the Future while doing family ties. No,
0: that sounded um, hectic as hell. Holy see, shit. I knew about right.
2: that. I think it was from the that one Netflix series about like movies that we loved or whatever. Yeah. I saw it. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen... So most of that time frame, I knew about, like, the Michael J. I wonder if stuff. he
1: could... I mean, pinpoint, like, man, he, so he's not really acting tired in those scenes. He's fucking tired. He's fucking tired. Yeah, he's he's doctor,
2: like, yeah. let's do another take of me sleeping in bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, <I'm> <laughs> well, i didn't sleep right now. Yeah. Well, what, what's so funny is that, like,
0: like, like they said, like uh, Oscar had said, they do such a good job of, like, doing these edits for, like, what he's saying and what he's talking about and how yeah. the movie's portrayed. And it, it's so good. It makes you, like... It actually, like, just it keeps you, like, focused on it. Like, oh, shit, it's happening. Like, it's not just him telling a story. It's yeah. not a podcast. It's not an episode of a podcast. You know? It like, does feel
1: right? like he is uh, materializing the images because of what he's saying. Yeah. It has and a weird so effect cool. that's really good. I, know, I, I don't right. know the technique here of these filmmakers. I, I also like movie. how
0: he kind of glosses over Teen Wolf. Like, yeah, I got casted for this, like, fucking werewolf right. nothing movie. And I'm like... like T-Wolf? Yeah. Like, that's a cult classic.
2: What are you okay. talking about? I'm I mean, wearing yak like hair. I'm like, what the fuck was he right, talking about? Right. Like, yeah, when he said want yak T-wolf? hair, and I was like... Yeah, yeah. It was
1: a big... I mean, it was number two, right? After Back to the Future, so... yeah, Right, exactly. Uh, what
0: was it? What? I, and I remember watching some of Family uh, Ties. I never I never lo- the, saw a lot of it. I saw some, too. But, but well, reruns... I, the, the the I I, you're right, reruns for sure. Yeah. But it was yeah, 82, 389, so that makes sense. But the stuff that I did watch, obviously, I liked. And I always thought... I, I knew that the, the parents were the main actors, yeah. but I always did feel like Michael J. Fox always stole it. Oh, he
1: stole the show. Uh, yeah, he stole, I guess I, I but memory memory, But, but I remember
0: that. That's how I remember the show.
1: Right. No, I don't remember that way. But I, uh, yeah, it makes sense in retrospect. It's, I mean, I was a uh, show. I don't remember. I much. do
2: have. What? What? It was kind of fucked up that his, it seems like his parents just left him to be in Hollywood by himself and live in like poverty. I mean. Well, they, uh, you know, they didn't know. That's kind of fucked up. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, good. I just sold off the sectional couch. So I could eat. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: that conversation probably doesn't go that way. But I'm not saying they didn't know, but they probably didn't know the full extent of it. The full extent of it. Right. Exactly. Right. I mean, he's a working actor, right? He was a working actor. And so he made it.
0: Like, yeah. But that's also something that probably what it's about. also one of those things where, like, he got to pursue a dream of his technically. Right. Something that he thought that he could do. And his parents were like, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. Do you. I also that's love also how, like that's yeah. so like American thing,
1: you know. To, to, I was gonna say that like this feels very. Um, that was a very American thing to do. Not just the uh, not the the way they treated it, which is good. I'm not saying they're bad parents or anything like <laughs> that. They're just different. But like, um, like I liked the, the bit with his dad, the road trip, right? To okay, yeah. like I'll
0: tell you something right now. None no. of our parents would have done that to us. No, or for us. No, nobody. No, I'm just <laughs> no, none of us. It's just I. No. Where there's no way, no, zero percent no chance.
1: Um. Even today, they won't let us go. Right. <laughs> okay. um, Hollywood,
2: we got Hollywood at home.
1: Yeah, you can watch the, the sign in the hills over here. Um, <laughs> um, you lost me. I was going to say something. I forget what I was getting to. But yeah, it does feel very American, and it feels like um, it's just a little strange, I guess.
2: But I always uh, forget he's Canadian. That's why he's so nice.
1: Well, I like how, I also like how a lot of his, the beginnings of him, like when he was, when he was a child, you know, how he was, he talks about how he's being so short. He missed a lot of short jokes. He's very self deprecating in his humor, I think. And, um, especially, especially today, I would say he's a little more self deprecating humor. Um, because he trips and falls a lot because of his disease and he makes fun of that. Um, but he's a short guy, right? Um, and I like how his stature, contributed heavily into what he was passionate and became into a theater kid and being an actor. Yeah. You know, like, and it helped a lot to guide his his fame. Like, he couldn't be a tall or a, I don't want to say regular size, but normal size, you know, whatever. And, like, uh, he couldn't be that and be Michael J. Fox, the awesome actor, we you know, because the opportunities he was able to exploit is because of his stature. And because of his stature, he was able to get into... The career he wanted to get into and find passion in that, and I love how that you know, one exists for the other, right? Um, I never thought of it that way. Like I always knew he was a short guy, but I never really think about it. And I'm like, I'm also short, so I never maybe that's what I, I never think about it. I'm like, oh, Michael J. Fires, is that short guy? And like, no, I never think of it as short guy. I just like thought of it once maybe in the 80s and never thought of it again. You know? Yeah. I'm like, he's just a funny actor now. He's a like really good, and his comedic timing is really well portrayed in this movie too. Yeah, and I like it. A, yeah, he he really did have a good t- good time. He did nail it in those Family yeah. Ties. It makes me want to watch Family Ties. I'm not gonna see it, but I, I mainly want to.
0: It is one of those things. Though, I I do feel like if I was if I was scrolling the TV and Family Ties was mm-hmm. on, I would leave it on.
2: Right, I want to see like what is this timing? Because this show that, examples, like, but... Didn't the father in that show become like a huge religious guy? I don't know. No, I'm sure, Christmas.
1: Yeah, I'm not like a fanboy on this show. Um, yeah, neither am I. have seen a handful of episodes at most, and that's it. Mm. Um, and then his uh, later time, It makes sense too, because like, I was like, I remember thinking in the late 90s, <laughs> and like, I haven't seen Michael J. Fox in a while. This is why, right? Yeah. And it's amazing, first of all, how long he kept it under. Yeah. Rap. I've done that
2: well, for a few years. Drugs help. At, 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 right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> drugs, I mean, dude. That hyperbole, that just just drugs, drugs, drugs,
1: drugs, 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 right. And I remember loving him a lot from The Frighteners. And you well, see the, the shadow of a lot of this disease coming out, right? In The yeah. Frighteners. Yeah. The, and uh, and a lot more so later after that. And it's, uh, you well, can see the- The, the, the
0: last record. three movies he has, according to IMDb here, is mm-hmm. The Frighteners in 96. Okay? Yeah. Mars um, Mars Attacks. Oh yeah, classic. And he did a voice for Stuart Little. Oh, and I guess you could put the American president he did on ninety five.
1: So Yeah, he was like a, one of the staff members, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So he those are the big ones that he did, right? Uh, he, um and then he kinda he's just in Spin City till two thousand one, from ninety six to two thousand one. Yeah. So which makes sense because that's what he said he was gonna he did I mean he he's done like one I remember he was in Scrubs for like two episodes well what, what I'm saying is that he sticks yeah. to that and then he's after that he does ra- random little things just to kind of stay and like I am still an
1: actor, you know, kind of thing. But, well, I really love him in the good the good wife. He that's plays what I was a say, lawyer with
0: I think that's yeah. the biggest the big the biggest next biggest role. He does Boston Legal for six episodes. I sort
1: of got I think he wrote his own role for The Good Wife. Now I now I think about this movie I be surprised. he plays an asshole who is very self deprecating a little bit. I well remember, not self deprecating like that, but like he is um aware. He makes everyone aware and uses his own disease to get what he wants in those scenes. <laughs> As a lawyer with Parkinson's. And it's like, it is funny. He's an asshole. And he knows he's an asshole. And he doesn't care if you know. He'll use it in front of your face to get away with something. And it, it works that's, really well. It and, does and Really fun role for him. Yeah, it's Too yeah, bad he was always a guest star, but he was like in 20 episodes. No, he 26 episodes. Was 26 a, episodes, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: that's like a whole season.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, and over eight seasons or whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's in a lot of like random stuff. He obviously is in those, some video games. A lot of a lot more voice acting and stuff like that. But and it worked out. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. but um, you know, it's really and it's funny. Uh, what do you guys think about the fact that the movie doesn't get into it too much? Because they they give a little bit about you know with Michael J. Fox obviously his, his voice about um, what his disease is like and what it's doing to him. You know, they do a little bit of that, but they don't really focus at all. Really on the disease itself, like explaining it or anything like that. But, and I kind of, now let me know if you guys think this is weird. Um, is it weird that they didn't go into the fact that it is super rare for someone his age to have gotten Parkinson's? You gotta they they you mention know. it.
0: They do. Well, he mentions it himself. How, yeah. do, how do I get an old man's disease? Mm. Right?
2: Yeah. Usually it's something you. It's a one-liner basically. It, it really no, you guys is. But, like you want it he's, he's a king of home no because
0: right? I, I honestly think and especially for the maybe for the audience who is watching this right mm-hmm. it's um I think we know a lot about it I think we've been because of him right he is this like poster boy for Parkinson's right
1: yeah and
0: David said it, he's raised what two billion dollars I think he said it's foundation alone
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that's what they said two billion if I remember correctly um it's uh just foundation alone just for Parkinson's like awareness and like you know to study it, right, yeah, and stuff like that. Um, he, uh, I, because of that, I already knew a lot of that all stuff. I already knew a lot about Parkinson's, about you know, like what what happens with it and what's going on. What he, what you know, what happens uh, as far as what the disease does and uh, symptoms and stuff like that. So really, and I already knew that he is this outlier where he got it at a really really young age. Yeah. Um, so, anyone watching this, I think if you're probably watching it with somebody who hasn't, doesn't know much about it, you're probably getting somebody who tells you. Yeah. You
1: know? So. No, I just, uh, I was questioning if it was like weird that they didn't get too much into it. I felt like I, I would have wanted more, but the movie falls, like, it has a really good rhythm that it, it didn't bother me in the end anyway. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like left out completely. You know what I'm saying? Like, because uh, a lot of documentaries they have to focus on a lot of things, they, they skip a lot of information. Because it's just a, a visual telling of something that you could read much better in a book. Really, is what it. A documentary is really hard to make a, a good one that isn't as compelling as a written word. Um, oh yeah. And yeah, we yeah. talked about this a little bit in Judy Bloom Forever, how we were—I mean, at least I was—lamenting uh, some stuff that they wish they focused on more or whatever. And uh, this one has that too, but not so much that it felt like I was missing out either. So I was just asking. If you guys felt the same. Um, so I did get something mixed up in, in the history of the. Of the creation of um,
0: Back to the Future, where it was mechas and everything, I didn't know they wanted him originally.
1: I thought they just replaced him; they used him as a replacement. No, they wanted him because they wanted to replace Eric Stoltz. That's what they said in the movie. And no, they, what,
2: they wanted him originally, but no, the, studio him didn't, originally the studio didn't want. Yeah. To oh, give I see. Him oh, you're, oh, you're talking about. So, the,
1: so okay. my
0: story, my 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 thought was always that they wanted to replace him for Eric, for Stoltz, right? Uh-huh. That's my thought. Then, then they just wanted him to as a replacement. And then the studio was kind of giving them shit. Like, well, hey, like, you don't have the time to do this. And they're like, no, I got it. And they did all the reshooting mm-hmm. for him, right? Because he he wowed them or whatever. That's what I was told. But in this story, this the, the way the film was told was, yeah, the studio said they wanted it. And the studio just said, nah, he's busy with uh, his show. Yeah. We're not going to give him away find somebody else. Yeah. And then they came back going like, hey, it's just, we we, we, need, we want him. like." We still want him is there any way we can use him? like it just doesn't work you know and they, they even though they shot the whole movie I guess
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so, like part of it but yeah yeah but okay. um I wonder how bad uh not to say that or so it was bad maybe, or maybe that's
2: I would I love to, to see those that cut. too there is
1: a there's a way to see them I think but maybe not maybe not anymore but, every time it, I've... but remember guys a, a lot of studio I mean whatever they were saying in the 90 in the 80s about uh, that you know, having Michael J. Fox not there and then having him there, Eric Stoll's there and then not there, all that stuff has come out in different ways and different increments over the decades because uh, they they would release, a, they would totally lie, you know, often. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's just differences because of this and then they get more specific later and then they get, they say like, oh, we just didn't, um, you know, it worked out so we replaced it with Michael J. Fox but they don't add in the fact that they wanted him from the beginning. You know, it's like a lot of different reasons as to why, what they say you know happened or why happened you know the why is really what's harder to admit to over the years and uh, i guess maybe this is more final um yeah but it was very interesting um anything else you guys want to talk about we didn't mention his wife um uh, who was another actress right yeah. It, felt, yeah it it felt yeah it was weird it was
0: it felt like um The way he's saying how he meets her and then how they shot it. Again, it felt so weird. I swear to
1: God, if Michael J. Fox hadn't been in in movies and TV shows that are about relationships and working or like like regular day-to-day, like if he was doing action movies, you couldn't find the footage to (laughs) match. Like he had to make stuff that exactly would match almost line for line to his own life in certain ways, the way they cut it into this movie. Like... If you had to make Family Ties, you couldn't, they couldn't find half of the footage they
2: used. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? That's true. The majority was, I think, from that show. So
1: Yeah. Especially but in the th- first the half. That
2: should ran more like seven years. And, and, the, and, the show go, and, the, and the movie goes along
1: with it. When they're talking about the 90s stuff, they put in Spent City only stuff. They put in, you know, like they managed to do it. But you notice that very little of it was from the Frighteners. Because that's a horror movie. You can't really use a lot of it. Um, they use like just a, a few cuts instead of actual <laughs> scenes. Um I just thought it was very interesting how he,
2: uh,
1: I mean, the the work he was in and chose to work in, uh, helped tell his own story in this movie. I thought that was really interesting too. Anyway, his wife, though, um, I get the feeling that, and this is not told in the movie, that she didn't want to be much about in this movie. Like they put her, they they put the footage in the guy, of course, and they have a lot of the red carpet, like new stuff, right? Yeah, like the e Entertainment Hollywood stories or whatever. But, um. But other than that, they rarely show her unless there's some sort of like, uh, you know, filler for his voiceover, right? Of, you know, the family playing a card game or whatever. Um, I got the feeling that she didn't want to be an actual subject in the movie because I assume she would have been a lot in there. It's fine. No, yeah, I'm saying it's fine. I mean, we got his word of what she's like, but we don't really get to hear much of her, even though she's still very much uh, the wife and and, and his life and all that. Um, I thought that was just an interesting way to go about it. Um, anything else on the movie uh,
2: no no, no there was really I mean if you don't know anything about Michael J. Fox it's a great movie right Doc- what documentary about
1: right yeah I mean I can see a lot of people who maybe are watching this have seen this movie and not know Family Ties at all not know about your future even not know a lot of things and I wonder if they feel similar to how we felt when we watched something <laughs> where they use footage that we don't understand Um, but in this case, uh, we understand most of it, if not like all of it, so, uh, because we're old guys. Um, so that's still check it out on Apple TV plus it is there. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review a big ass fucking movie called what?
2: Fast 10. Yeah. Stay with us. Dom Toretto and his family are targeted by the vengeful son of drug kingpin Hernan Reyes. Fast X. Fast 10. Fast X. Your seatbelt. Fast Um, 10. Fast and the Furious 10. Yeah. I don't know if they call it now. So, yeah, I'm going to start with this one. Uh, Since I just saw nine and I saw this the next day, I don't know what is. The fascination with these movies, aside from just a lot of non-stop action, because mm-hmm. that's all this movie is. Non-stop action, followed by some type of family barbecue. <laughs> but, <laughs> Bar- but a, to be fair, point. I do believe that Fast 10 was better than Fast 9.
1: Okay, well, that's an endorsement, maybe. I yes,
2: know. it's... A lot of people, huge cast, and I don't know how they keep pulling more and more people into this franchise, turning Funny. villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, turning villains into edit, into friends and whatever. But it's uh, they're they're doing their own thing, and it's you know, ten movies in, and I'm sure it's still making lots of money for them. So so they're doing something right. Hmm. Aside from charging fifty dollars for a popcorn holder that looks like Dominic's car, did you get it? No, I didn't know they had this. It was like forty some dollars. That's it's not ridiculous. like the
1: it's not like the Dungeons and Dragons die right. No, the like, like cast die bucket thing. You
2: guys are uh, yeah. hmm. All right, so that was it. better than than the Fast Nine. Good to watch, just all over the place. That's all I got. That's all. Well, I hope you got more. We'll, we'll talk more, but yeah, oh, I know, right. Oscar, you're like this, this is like your franchise. <laughs> You am I it. am I the franchise you uh, are, expert you, on this? I don't remember the plot of any of these movies past three. Oh, I remember them all.
1: <laughs> it should be. It should be. I'm not. Wait, who's I'm not gonna take take over? Uh, who's next? On you? Oh, I'm next. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure. So, um, I, I I gotta say, I didn't I didn't like this franchise plot. I, I know I mentioned this before. i probably in Fast Eight or something. Um, I didn't love it at first. Uh, I thought the first one was okay. At best, and uh, I remember the hype. I remember people peeling out of the driveway and getting into car accidents. Um, after the I movie. just saw footage of
2: that like the other day. About
1: this new one,
2: or a different, yeah, yeah, somebody uh, just like pulled onto the fucking thing yeah. and just like ran right into a fucking like light pole and just destroyed <laughs> their car. That's funny. <laughs> don't um,
1: Yeah, uh, but I I didn't care about the second one. I, if I even I don't even know if I saw it. Contemporary, like back when it released, um, and the third, I mean, I know a lot of people like Tokyo Drift. That was a that was kind of a big deal for us. But I think we were making fun of it more than it was like something we liked. It was just something to make fun of the Tokyo Drifting of it. I'm like, what? Now they're in Japan? What's going on? You know? Um, they made four. Again, I didn't care. I don't think I even saw it. It wasn't until five, of course, I became a huge fan, and then I went back and saw them all, and now I know more. But and then I've been a big fan since Fast Five, the Bank One, the the the, the clearly the clear. Uh, jewel of the series because that's what Justin Lin came um, I I, I know it wasn't his first movie in the series but I'm saying that was a movie that made this uh, a franchise like bankable and shit and it's basically the Avengers set in with these uh, low level turned high level whatever they are high skies now um, that uh, do you know whatever and obviously, we lauded so many things about it because Fast Five is when they figured out the family bit, right? The thing we make fun of a lot now, um, you yeah, know, the yeah. family and the the making up this ma- um, all this the match, memes uh, group of people, a family, you know, and not just like on a job anymore. Like they take, they make, they kind of like put emotion, you know, empathy into a lot of that stuff and emotion to a lot of that stuff. Yes, they they've long been doing, since doing that so much so that it's becoming like a meme of itself. It's making fun of itself now. It's like a joke. Almost, if not for real, and uh, and yes, we lauded the fact that there is very, there are very few franchises out there, guys, in existence where um uh, they have such a a wide cast, like a, a diversity of people working uh, uh, um, the players in these movies, right? Kind of pretty rare. We get so many different people from so many different backgrounds in this movie, and that's really rare. I think it's the first of its kind in a way, um, especially of the. Money they're making, but now that we're in past ten, uh, they're clearly and they know this. I'm sure by now is that they are in soap opera territory, and they have been for a while. I would say the last four movies, at least, um, they're soap operas. They are soap operas with a high budget. That's what they. That's what they are. They they play with the laws of physics, and people. No one's really dead, and, uh, and, and people can't soap shoot operas operas for shit. Worse. Right. Uh, it's uh, it's convenient at times. It's not. And it's uh, it's all over the place. It's I completely... When someone says to me, like, I hate those movies, I completely understand. I just love them because I know what they are the whole time. And even knowing what they are, it still not be your, your, your jazz, your jam. And it is for me. Um, I love this new one as well. I, I mean, I don't think it's uh, particularly any worse than the last one. I would say fa- it is better than Fast 9 because of the villain. I really like... This Jason Momoa? We got. Yes, I really like Jason Momoa. I'll get into it more. But he is an energy that we haven't seen before, and I like completely his style. It basically have um, introduced a Joker into the Fast series, basically. Um, and he is the Joker, and that kind of energy completely derails everything and changes up uh, the kind of villains we've been expecting this whole time because we've been expecting... We've been getting a lot of, like, super smart, super intelligent, super... Uh, Savvy, super tech heavy, uh, world dominating stuff. And yep. this guy is just like revenge and plots and, and I manic many. and charm and like crazy energy and like serial killer vibes. I don't think I've ever had a serial killer It'd be a main bad guy in a way. I'm not saying he is that, but he feels like that as uh, Jason Momoa's character here. And I like it. And um, I know a lot of people expect the Jason Statham. Treatment or the uh, what's his name? Um, oh my God, There's so many people in this fucking movie. Um, what's his brother's name? John Cena, sorry, uh, or John oh, Cena's yeah. thing Or like the the bad guy is a bad guy for one movie or two, and then and then like they befriend him and they put him into his family. Right, <laughs> a lot of that going around. I don't think they're gonna do it this new one, but we'll I, see. M- you never know. Anyway, they, they kind of got cipher. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I wouldn't say they did get Cypher. Um, I would not say I that. said kind of. Um, but yeah, Cypher's still, yeah, everyone's still in this. I don't think anyone will probably die, but, I mean, we'll see. No one dies in this franchise, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's a big bugaboo, actually, I have with this movie. So, yeah, I really liked this movie. It was a lot right. of fun. It kept me going. I'll watch it again. <laughs> I'll watch it
2: again. Like, I literally forgot who the villain for Fast 9 was, and I'm like, oh, wait, I just saw the movie yesterday. This is how forgettable things sometimes are. Yeah. Yeah, it,
0: Um. so I took my wife and son to watch this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, my son's favorite part was the beginning, because they were a family, and they were having family-like stuff.
1: <laughs> they were having a barbecue?
0: Yep, that's it. That's, and he was, like, a little bit too much on the action, Dad. That's what he told me. Damn. Um, and I was like, wow. Anyways, you're um, not my son, right? No, 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 not at all. And he, uh, so I, um, like, I like and hate the villain because, like, I like some of the stuff that that goes on with uh, Jason Momoa's character. But at the same time, I feel like he just became this, all of a sudden, he's that. I feel like he's smarter than they, they, they make him smarter than what he really is, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And he just topples over things in the like other people who are supposed to be so significantly smarter that we've set up for this, and I feel like it diminishes those people and that's the problem with this series is that everybody has to out top everybody else by the way, rookie mistake there Luke um, that's my tablet sorry <laughs> anyways um so the uh it just everyone has to over has to overshadow the next person, right and right. I like that you know in the other movies in the previous movies, bro, what the fuck anyways um i like in the previous movies that sometimes it wasn't just like a bad guy it was like a cop coming after them or you know like holding them responsible for consequences so i felt okay right and mm-hmm. felt like that's not the this is an actual villain comparison right yeah so i just feel like a lot of stuff that happens is like you're like ugh, like uh, why and they do do the whole like hey we're gonna bring back the extended family as i do in air quotes you know like yeah. You're part of the family. You're not a family, but you're part of the family. You know, like when we need you, you tap on the shoulder and I need you, come, come join. You know, yeah. um, but at the same time, they're they'll they'll be there for them just as much, right? That's what the whole point of it is. Yeah, um, and it works, and I get it, and I get the whole thing, and I like overall what what's going on. I just did feel like it was like Jesus. This is not the over to the topness. It just felt like it felt like I was like okay it just didn't feel i guess as as believable and i know they made it they made fun of it in the last movie at nine we're like we're indestructible we can't die what's his name does it all he says it, Tyrese, yeah. right? yeah tyrese is the one who says it yeah and i feel like they're playing on that but without without saying it and my wife was just like what am i watching because <laughs> i don't think she's seen any of the other movies or she's seen like one or two of the other movies um so it's really for her, it's like, this is just bonkers, ridiculousness. Um, and for me, it was just, it is bonkers, ridiculousness. And I also, some of the stuff I was just like, okay, like you guys, are you, you guys, you just got to do something. You got to fix something. And my, my big gripe is the whole, like, people die, bro. Like, you just got to lose them. Sorry. Like, something has to happen here. Something You have to figure something out. You can't just have everything, you know.
2: I'm waiting for them to bring that guy back from the first Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> Wow,
1: I don't even know who you mean. Exactly. Um, okay. The,
0: the original FBI agent. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, other than that, I mean, it's still fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of cool action. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh, at this point, you kind of expect it, though. So, it doesn't really leave you that whole, like, redonkulousness of it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is not it, it is it, right? You, it is it people it is watch it. these movies to see how much farther they go up? Or how m- bigger in spectacle they go next time?
0: Yeah, and, but that's it's the problem, be- right? There, there's, a, there's, there's gotta be something.
1: So, like, what can be space and magnets, right? From the last one. Right. Um,
2: uh, they're gonna go to the core of the Earth?
1: It's <laughs> the core, too. The core name.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I left this movie going like, okay. Yeah, I kinda got what I wanted, and at the same time, I was just like... And where I left off, we'll talk more about that in spoilers, but yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, uh, I almost feel like we could s- just start doing that, but b- before that, uh, I just, look, um, did we have... We got what you thought, Luke, or no? Yeah, I started okay, it right off. Okay, I just remember. I don't remember, sorry. I don't want to make sure you're not forgotten. Um. So, first of all, they mining the the events of the Fast Five, their biggest movie, give or take, right? The movie, the, probably the, the one that everyone loves most, I would say, and made a lot of money. Um, Fast Five, they mine that to start the plot for this one, right? I think that's always a good thing. Uh, I think the whole coming from the past thing is a classic trope of when it comes to multiples of these kinds of movies or TV shows. That's uh, breaking bad that everyone does it. Um, all the good and the bad do it. And... Um, so yeah, and uh I really like how they did that in this one. And I guess again, I really like Jason, whatever Jason Momoa is doing in his acting. I do like what he's doing. It's a little manic. It's fucking nuts. There's a, almost like a horror scene in it as well.
2: Oh, with the bodies.
1: Like, yeah, the two dead bodies. Yeah. yeah. It's like with, I don't know, with some with those eyes of that one body. It was really kind of <laughs> oh, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um and like but on the other hand, they also, I feel like they're, they're overdoing some stuff. And even if they're being self aware, it still doesn't work. Um, like, uh, like this idea, look, so mm, maybe we should wait for, I mean, we're going to wait for spoilers for sure on this. But like, um, they keep bringing people back. And yeah. I think it's diminishing entirely. I think they have, so, this, this franchise has really bad memory um, on its own work. And I think it shows a lot worse in this one because they keep bringing people back. And they—I don't know if you remember the series, but in six, it has a, a great part of that of that movie where it ends with um, Jason, as a, but one of the probably the best singers ever made, where it has Jason Statham uh, kill Han right yep. from Tokyo Drift, and they connect those two movies right uh, because of what happened with uh, what's her name's character. Uh, Gal character? No, no, Gal Ooh. Gadot. Oh yeah. Uh, Giselle is that her name? Giselle. I, I don't remember her name. It's so many fucking names. Um, and uh, and the, they they already fucked that up in the in parts in Fate of the Furious when they brought back Han. You know, like he had never died, so it diminishes what they did to set up seven or six and seven right with jason statham and like showing what kind of badass he is and what kind of stuff they're gonna get that was their first take on a big revenge tale right in this epic soap opera action se- series and um and then they diminished that by bringing han back and they do it again with this one in a way that i'm not gonna spoil yet but like they've done it a few times already and the han one's the big one where like oh that takes away from your previous own movie it's like you're making those movies worse by trying to make this one better or interesting, and I think um, they do a big flaw in this one similarly. And I, don't get me wrong, I love these movies. I'll keep watching them uh, as long as they keep up with the same style and stuff. But uh, I feel like as if the wheels are definitely coming off. They're they're saying they have two more, and then that's it. Like um, that's what they're saying. Don't know for sure, but. That's, I think that's their <laughs> that's the cap is two more probably.
2: I just want to know how they're going to bring Paul Walker back to life, or his whole death was staged. So we should probably talk about
1: that now because it's not a spoiler. But they keep mentioning that Paul Walker or what's his name in the movie um, Brian Brian O'Connor Brian O'Connor yeah that he's still in the world. Yep. Um, I feel like how they did it in uh, what was it uh, Seven right Fast Seven. Because 7 is where he had died already and they had to use his brother to do reshoots yeah. for the ending, right? And stuff like that. I feel like that was a perfect ending for Brian. And I'm kinda, I was glad then that they didn't off-screen it, kill him I, off.
0: I, I thought it worked out, too.
1: I thought it worked out. But now it's becoming kind of, like, tiresome. It's been three movies more. Yeah. Plus the Hobson's Choice one, if you count that. Um, I've never seen that one. And either. I feel like it's becoming a hindrance to the plot, where people are not finding it believable that Brian will never come in to help when right. all this shit is going on. First of all, mm-hmm. and then secondly, using some flimsy excuse of like, well, "Oh yeah, Brian was just here." And isn't like, he? Uh, isn't he? Oh, he's on his way. <laughs> isn't he married to Mia? Yeah, yeah, he's married to Mia. Right. This right. Is the biggest problem here is that they keep bringing back Mia,
2: but they don't bring They're, her. They he's, don't bring he's with back.
0: the kids. Right, right, but that's but they don't bring him back at all. That makes no sense. I mean,
1: I get it. Jordana Brewster wants a paycheck and she wants to be in the movies. I get that. I get but that. Like, but they have to listen, kill him and make yeah. her valuable that way. I don't know what they want, but they
2: have to uh, do something. Yeah. Um.
1: They're, they're I mean, there to. was
2: even a scene. In, I don't know if it was a nine or ten. and Now they're all mixing in it together. Mm-hmm. Where <laughs> was saying like uh, that Brian and Mia got out of the game when they became parents, and and Letty's like, oh no, we're not them. Huh. I guess Mia's not out though. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. They 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 use her for uh, ill effect lately. The last several movies, a few movies, uh, she yeah. hasn't been really integral to anything in a while. Yeah. Th- and I'm like, it's like, but but you're right, Rob. But also beyond that, I feel like they 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 set this up so not so badly, but at this point, pretty badly. Now they haven't. They keep kicking that can down the road, and they have to they have to close it out. They have to provide closure now for for this. This Paul Walkerness now, yeah, they like really they, it's been so long already, yeah. that they have to close that down, and they can't just leave it out there in the ether anymore. Like yeah. if they want to keep making, like they, before this series ends, they have to do that. I think, and they're probably going to do it in the next one. I think if they do, and, if they know what they're doing. But you know
0: what? I hate to say it, since you already kind of said goodbye, you can't say goodbye again.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do no, it. because then it, it
0: feels so phony, and it diminishes everything you did before.
1: Well, yeah, well, but they already made the mistake. The, the, the real thing they could have done is never mention him again. That's what they should have done. Right, and not bring, and obviously probably not bring back Mia in any way. But, like, I don't know. It's still that's still hard to swallow, but easier to swallow than this. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think they're already, they're already in the hole. They have to solve it now. They have to get out a little bit, you know. They have to do something.
2: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. know what that is. I, I don't know what it is either. <laughs> Brian's a bad uh, husband, essentially. That's what, the, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, he just likes the kids, and, and I don't know. Go fight super villains. Right. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll carpool the kids to school. Right. Yeah. And listen, they got soccer practice at
1: nine. Right. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, should we? I just want to mention that for sure. It's a big hand, hanging chat in this movie. So, uh, spoilers for it. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. So, two spoilers for Fast X, Fast Ten, sorry. Starting right now. Uh, okay. So, so much stuff. My God. First of all, what do you think of Jack Reacher? I mean, I know it's not Alan Ritchson. Uh, well, yeah, I I feel
0: like uh, who's the next big movie slash actor that we can bring in? Right. You know, and they was like, oh, it's Reacher. Probably for like, a lesser
2: like,
1: price too.
0: Probably, yeah.
2: Is right. that the guy who was working for uh, Mister Nobody's yeah. thing? Yeah. right. he was like the
1: one of the one of the twists of the movie, yeah.
2: which I was like, hmm, he seems sus
1: well, that's why I liked about this movie is that Jason Momoa used uh the 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 very nature of family and the fact that they could like with the sheer willpower of Dom and his family's will could uh you know bring people to them. Under the guise of, like, doing it for good, doing it for good reasons, doing it to save the world, doing it to stop killing people, innocent people, right. to do what they want to do. And he used that. I like how he, like, you know, obviously it's ridiculous. But, like, he managed to use that core as a way to turn it back against them for this final plan thing. where they Right. They, they, right. Um, and I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, this movie is, this series is self-aware, just not self-aware enough. It's like it's almost there. But they definitely dug in too many holes, right? Because they introduced, they introduce, uh Ames. They also introduce Alison Bree's character, who is, I assume, going to be, her name is Tess in the movie. Uh, and I assume she's going to be in the next few. And oh, she's yeah. like She's like Lady Nobody, right? Kurt Russell's character. Like her, his daughter, right? I guess so. I don't know why they did that, but everyone's family, right? Um, and I feel like she had nothing to do in this movie. I don't know why they brought her in. I feel like it's just an introduction thing, and it feels yeah, kind of,
0: well, it um, felt forced. It felt forced.
1: It did feel forced. You're right. Um, I feel like they had little. I feel like this is the one movie, other than Dom, of course, because he has a lot to do in the movie. Other than Dom, I feel like this is the movie where the crew does the least amount of stuff. I feel like they had to struggle a little bit to find plots, uh, their plot to get going because. They skip around a lot not just it's like between Dom the rest of his team and then Momoa also and I really like two out of the three but I feel like well I liked, like like in, in general what they were doing um but I felt with the crew you know with uh, Roman Ramsey right oh, you know and so on and Han like I feel like they're off doing their own thing but like a lot of those scenes felt a little forced and felt not not enough I feel like they were struggling to find what they should be doing yeah um as well and I feel like they did a few messes so.
0: <sighs> my biggest problem also is they're beating these supposedly elite soldiers who are superly heavily armored yeah. with nothing on them, and that's just a lot of it is so unbelievable. At the same time, we're like, and it oh. makes sense for some of the badass people, right? Like yeah. your Jason Statham's to win those fights, right? And right. I guess even your Hans, right? But like, <laughs> right. but everybody else who kind of stumbles through, right? Every literally who stumbles through the whole the whole movie series, your ludicrouses, your um, what's it called. Um, your Tyrese's, your Nat uh, Ramsey, right? What's her name? Uh, and I get Charlie Sterren is supposed to be a, a big person. Mm-hmm. That made sense, but they also diminished her in this movie. But Letty's supposed to be really, really strong as well. Um, and oh, and- yeah. right? That's D- Dom and Letty are supposed to be the top two, which makes sense. Those guys make sense, but even like Mia's not, and she's holding her own against these people. Like, and they tried to do a good job of her like not winning in a fight, but she also. Wins in a fight, and I'm like, How
1: right. Like, how are you not? Until John Cena comes experience,
0: in there. Yeah. right?
1: Like, although when John Cena used that wrestling move through the floor of the um, <laughs> by the way, it's like the fourth time they destroyed Don's house. I just want to say, yeah. Yeah,
2: Whoever he has doing like repairs, uh, the general contractor, <laughs> I mean, pretty much everything the framers, the roofers, you know, right. there was, yeah, he's putting their kids through college, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He
0: is. Hey, uh, Dom called you. Let's go. Yeah. She <laughs>
1: Doms. Let's go. Right. All right, kids. You guys are getting a Christmas this year. Right. Um, I, but
0: you know what? What's funny is like I do agree with you. With I do like the Jason Momoa stuff. But at the same time, I just don't feel he's that smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's that smart to use the t- – and I get, like, they, they, they try to do the whole, like, You're right. One-liner. He is,
1: like, supernaturally smart in this that's movie.
0: The, that's the problem. Like, don't get me wrong. It's cool to, like, I have this blackmailing thing where I'm going to blackmail your people. And he pl- made this plan to steal Cipher's people, but all of a sudden he's after that. He's like just that smart, and he uses all these things, and that just gets really annoying. And I'm just like, how? Like, I know you're relying on all these people that you're blackmailing, right? Mm-hmm. That you're holding hostage almost in a weird way, but you also kill them off, and then they have that weird scene where he's talking to them dead. And I'm just like, okay, bro, we know you're <laughs> psychotic, right? Yeah. Um, and you're like, but you're still doing stuff that shouldn't be plausible for just you. Where you're not, you're not this smart person. You were literally a freaking what's it called? Uh, uh, what were those kids called that have uh, a trust fund baby? Okay, oh. like um, that's what you right. were, right? I mean, just that's it is what it is. Like that's how you got set up as, and you're yeah. toppling people like Cipher. Your top Well, people, it's you,
1: the, you know, it's hard to, you know, I think it's why it's hard to pinpoint exactly why things work and don't work is because a lot, because they have, they do some details right and they do some details wrong. Right. And they feel like it's 50 50. Like, uh, on one hand, like, oh, this is terrible for this reason. But on the other hand, they do this really well. So, like, it's a good setup. But right. Overall, they're doing something that's fun or it's not believable. Nothing's believable. Not no, this, These movies are never believable. But, like,. Yeah. They do something that's very interesting, at least, you know, or or if not wrong. And, um, like, for example, like they stitched the events of Fast Five really well, right? I think even with our memories of Fast Five, they stitch well with to put in the Jason Momoa, Dante's character, into into this one. I think they did that really well. But they, uh, again, Robert just mentioned, they also fuck up this. this, You know, the the only thing that that I feel like they
0: could get away with by doing this. And this is a stretch and I'll I'll give it a stretch because he wants suffering. It's a big thing about this movie, right? Suffering. Mm -hmm. He wants Dom to suffer, right? Cool. That's fine. And it is almost like no one's going to die. I'm going to make sure no one of your family dies. They just suffer. And you have the thought of me that I'm going to potentially kill them, but I'm not going to let them die. You know, like no one's there to kill anybody. It's like sending stormtroopers to fight people. That's what they feel like. All these soldiers, Right, they feel like stormtroopers, right? Where and they're just not—they're all have everything set to stun, but there's no stun anywhere. That's that, that's just that, that's what it feels like, and they're all supposed to capture these guys or just torment them. And you could go with that, I guess. If that's what he wants to do, but that's a stretch, and that's a yeah. stretch that's just like it's just not there. Um, hate to say it, even though that's what he wants—suffering and just.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I was fine with it because I was really fine with it because I feel like I. Went through this with the Dark Knight, like that joke is also supernaturally smart, like yeah. in knowing things that can't be predicted. I'm like okay, um, and I felt like with along with that, I felt like uh, I mean this is not even the the worst problem that they could be having in this in this franchise, um, and I, I was fine with it. I was just fine. With, I was just like I can't explain why I was fine with it, but I was. And even though I completely understand <laughs> why you shouldn't be fine with it. <clears throat> These movies are not there to make sense at all. They're just there uh, to entertain. Um, what we can say?
2: I'm just waiting for Fast Whatever. After well, they'll have uh, eleven and Fast Twelve, and we find uh, Jason Momoa's brother, who was also
0: Is this going to be a crossover when it gets to twelve? to cheaper by the
1: dozen. Um, are they going
2: to include
1: it. those people? A Furious dozen. That's what they're going to call it. A baker's dozen. Instead of <laughs> uh, that'll be
2: the thirteenth one. one. The thirteenth, yeah. The-
1: the the people people
2: won't get it Mm -hmm. Why? they only did a part 12 Mm
1: -hmm. um yeah i don't know so let's talk about uh um i I don't think anyone here believes that jacob is dead right that's john cena's character
2: no or anyone on the plane that crashed no No. oh definitely not that oh um...
1: no no (laughs) They're definitely not that. They're having dinner when they're falling. They're flying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking they're Vivaldi fine. in the background. <sighs> Jesus. How did the man carry a quote-unquote kayak that was a fucking plane with fucking jets casually onto a plane? I,
1: I, hand check, TSA. It's past time, bro. That, that <laughs> again. I don't. I thought you could say that about anything. Like how did that kid time his jump from one car to another in a high-speed thing? Uh, he felt him.
0: the car. Come on, guys. He felt the
1: car, right. 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 Um, yes. All right. Um, so, many, so many things. That's okay. So we don't believe his death. I also don't think so. Because did something uh, as outrageous as bringing Han back. Don't get me wrong. I love Han. I wanted yeah. him to all his movies. But his death was well-earned. Until he came back,
0: it really his- was. So and, they bring back so good. his
1: his uh. Gisele, but, they bring but, back Gal Gadot, but I, but I
0: also really feel good. like Letty was also a, a well one in the past. Yeah,
1: that's right. That was a, that was like the OG kill killed, yeah. and they brought back right. Yeah. Um. I thought that was handled well, but you yeah, can only do that saw, once or twice. They've already done I, like four times. So when like, I saw Gal Gadot, I was like, "Oh my! They really fucking
0: got everybody here." I was like, "Holy shit!"
1: Piling a submarine, right? That was. Uh, <laughs> That was another. That was like. I was actually four stories going on. And one was Letty and uh, Cipher. I forgot about that one. Yeah. And that was a cool chick fight, though. That was a cool. She always has like a great like fist fight in every movie or something, um, or every few movies. Um, and I think they're they're cool. Anyway, um, but they bring her back, and obviously, it immediately, immediately like, how are they even going to remotely explain why she's been missing? Is Han not the love of your life? What the fuck you like you just do left you him know Han's
2: him? alive?
1: Yeah. Or, she, or like do you not like feel like uh he deserves
2: some like I don't know, it's gonna be so bad. Is like, she bad. gonna kick Han in the fucking nuts when she sees him? Like you faked your no death? Idea. Or was she gonna oh, be like, oh no, she knew all about it. No, because she faked it first, right? <laughs> she told him how to fake it.
1: Yeah, right. right. Mm. I, it's gonna be dumb, I. But obviously, I'm, I'll see. I'll see the next because Gal Gadot, she's great. I mean, well, I love all these characters and the actors that play them. But like, these reasons are so bad, and they're doing it again in this one. And the other stinger, of course, is that The Rock is back. Uh, and I thought that was the biggest one. And I do think that I would have put it put it for there also at the end, at the actual end. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you just think of that? I mean, he
2: was the only one missing, I think.
0: Yeah, that's all it was, and I'm no, surprised he actually did it. To be honest
1: with you, right? So, if you're
0: talking about
1: in the yeah. real world, right? In our world, they hate world, each other. Yeah. They hate each other. There's been a lot of differences. A lot. Of, also, why Justin Lin didn't direct this movie, by the way. Um, Louis Leterrier did this movie, and don't get me wrong, he's a solid action director, and I think he did a good job in this one, as in the in the direction of the the style and keeps it very well, and I think it's very creative in the action. I would say overall, yeah. the helicopter scene was pretty cool. Um, and they, I think he did good, but, like, Justin Lin and Vin Diesel were having a lot of problems. With oh, making I do not know about that. Yeah, Vin Diesel has become a real diva and rewriting scripts left and right and, just, and fucking up Justin Lin's, like, thing. Like, am I not the writer-director? Writer? What's going on here? Um, and he had to leave for those differences. And um, it's been said a lot in the news that Vin Diesel and The Rock don't like each other because they're two egocentric maniacs that only want themselves in the spotlight fighting for the supremacy. But, obviously, this has always been Vin Diesel's franchise, never been yep. The Rock's. Yeah, so but like, it's also
0: it, I also heard there was like a lot of talks about like Vin Diesel getting shit from the rock about using Paul Walker's, you know, death and stuff and still using that and stuff.
1: So. I mean, yeah, my point is is that uh, they they're using their I don't say credentials, their credibility. Um, this is my problem with this because like they really shouldn't have this much power cuz they're just they're, they're actors in the in the characters and uh, that's all they have they should just only have that right. don't get me wrong I know it's Vin Diesel's like he's uh, exactly producing and making like, all this stuff as well but like there's a limit to how much uh, like um, all these people should have power in these movies but whatever and they were having problems this is why The Rock hasn't been in the movies for the last three right last three or so Since two, he at, least two, at least two House at least two yeah but House Shaw Vin Diesel wasn't in it yeah. um, you know what I'm saying like, no one has a problem with Jason Statham. He's a cool guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you could tell Jason Statham is just a day player. He just comes... He's a day action player, right? He just comes in, does his thing, and leaves. Mm-hmm. you know, like, he's like that kind of guy. You get the feeling anyway. I don't know anything. But anyway, they brought him back for this one. It kind of makes me uh, wonder how much of it was uh, maybe faked a little bit or, or maybe made to look worse in the press regarding their animosity, right, uh, oh. between The Rock and, and Diesel. And... um. And, I, and I, maybe they played it up or they let it play out so they can bring him back in this cool stinger. A right. stinger that works better because of the real world implications, not because of the story of the sh- Cause as Because in, in, in the movies, he's been doing stuff on his own. He's never died and brought back. You know, it's which, not is, like, which is cool. And I like how they right. introduced
0: him. They introduced right. him that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was cool. And I like how they put in, like Rafa just said in the introduction, is that he's the act guy who actually killed Hernan Reyes. Uh, yep. momoa's uh, father's character right yeah so like that was a cool way like yeah you just kill him kind of cold-blooded too and um and i like that that's why they brought him back and like that's a cool reason to bring him back and that sounds a really good stinger but the stinger mainly works because everyone knows that they hate each other in real life so i can't right. wait to see how this plays out uh, i wonder if the rock and these are not even going to be in the same scene together in the next one <laughs> i will know for sure then right if they like each other and i will see um so like i said a lot of fun to be had it's a lot of problems too because the more they make the more they make a lot of it's like making a time travel movie and then making a sequel to that that's just it's gonna get worse you know what i'm saying you can't hold the time travelness the same and sequels and shit like that it feels like the same thing here it is very soap opera and it doesn't make sense it's not there to make sense but there's a there there are limits as to how little you can make sense though and i think this movie is scratching at the edges there if not completely crossing them so, um, are you guys going to watch the next one, is my question. Well, it ends on a cliffhanger. Right. This is a part one, in a way, right? Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. I knew, yeah. I, knew, I knew that going in. but I, I didn't. Knew. I didn't either. Yeah. So. Uh, it's unfortunate that I knew that, but yes. Mm. Um, so <laughs> well, at I mean, what point did you guys realize? Was it at the end, or was it like, wait, we're almost done with this movie?
0: Yeah, it was... Um, well, it, I don't know how long it was, so... It was when they got to Portugal... And mm-hmm. then the, the fail-safe thing, like, left right away, right? Yeah. Because they used God's eye or whatever. Yeah. And, uh... I think
1: you know, how they well, that back. That's
0: cool. Yeah, right. And then when, when they finally did that, and they were like, oh, they're right there or whatever. I was like, okay. So the hideout's been taken over. I was like, oh, we're not going to finish this movie. I saw, yeah. I was like, we're not finishing this movie.
1: Hmm.
0: I go, I wonder how they're going to add it. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. So,
1: yeah, it's a pretty good cliffhanger, I would say. Overall, and it does.
0: It does feel very soap drama. yi yeah, am not gonna lie to you, especially 100%. now. Especially like, now. In next you,
1: see what happens. To
0: yeah, it, it does. It does feel like I. I you know, I notice it more because I've been watching a lot of Korean drama. So
1: yeah. Oh yeah, bad. You're all over that shit. Yeah. Um, anything else? Eyes on Fast X, Fast Ten. Sorry. No. No. Still should have been Fast Ten. Your seatbelts. Just saying. <gasps> um, it is a missed opportunity. Yes, and that's it for that movie. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our last film made by Justin Lin,
2: um, called what? Better luck tomorrow. Yep, stay with us. A group of overachieving East Asian American high school seniors enjoy a power trip when they dip into extracurricular criminal activities. Hmm. Better luck tomorrow. Nailed it on the first try. Remember when you were in AP English? No. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, Actually... I was not an AP English. By the way, English. he read that. I believe it. But right. the way he read that, yeah. The reason I know about this movie is because of my freshman year uh, English teacher. Okay,
1: so now having seen this movie, by the way, I think this is my first time. Yep, I it's thought I've first. seen. I thought I, I, thought I've seen this movie before. I don't remember any. I don't remember any okay. of it. So very weird. Uh, I thought so, I seen this. So why did uh, your teacher? <laughs> So that's my question, is that why did your teacher recommend this to you?
2: Uh, no, he was just talking about, it, like, oh, yeah, I saw this movie, and it's, like, he was talking about how it's it was a movie, and it was about, A, it had, like, an Asian cast, and it was a bunch of, like, you know, overachievers, and how we don't really see a lot of that in movies nowadays.
1: Definitely not. I mean, more these
2: days. Before. Back in, you know, 2002.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. Definitely. So
2: it came out in 2002? Wait, so 2002? Is... Oh, 2003, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh-huh. I, I was a freshman in 2002.
0: April yeah. 25, 2003, release date. Mm-hmm.
2: looking at okay. it
1: according to... The... Okay. Yeah. If
0: right.
2: not, I was about to say this is ineligible, and we're not reviewing it, and right. so yeah, it's yeah, over. No. It, it is totally... I, I checked it up before. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I hope so.
1: No, I think we gave you shit before about the third. Anyway, yeah. continue.
2: Anywhoos, um... Yeah, so it's like a movie that I, you know, not a lot of people have seen or have known about. I only know about it because of my teacher, and then I saw it, and then one day I randomly saw it the DVD for sale at some like used, you know, store, and I was, so I picked it up as well.
1: Yeah, as it was an instant love for you, or did you. So you saw it back then, right? So yeah, I saw
2: it back then. Pretty much, uh, I don't know how or when, but yeah, I was able to see it, and I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. I've seen it maybe, like, two, one or two more times after that.
1: Got it. Oscar. Um,
2: yeah. What are your first impressions of this, though?
1: Uh, before I get out real quick, I will just going to say that, obviously, we are... Uh, this is a marathon pig. This is a oh, 20-year-old yes. movie. We will be spoiling it from not pretty much the get-go. I just yeah. want to say, before we actually start really spoiling it for real, uh, because this is a very indie movie, I, I, I imagine a lot of people have not heard of this movie, so... Um, I just want to give like a yay or nay on everyone real quick to see if people want to see it before, like if they want to like cut off now and then go see the movie and then come back for the spoiler or whatever. But like, um, I'm a yay in this movie. Does everyone recommend it? I know Luke recommends it. Buff, <laughs> would you recommend this movie? Would you like it? I I just did the yay backwards. Yes. Oh, so God. three yeses. Isn't it Y-A-Y? Yay. Isn't it like a palindrome? You oh, fucked up. That's my point. Um, all right. So now I'm gonna my my impression of this movie is that it is um it is a fun it's a fun movie. It is a very much like uh, it's a very it's a Indian spark, of course, like, definitely. You know, and they use a lot of like I don't want to say basic tricks because it's all doable tricks that anyone can do right now with their phones or whatever. And and so this movie to create the same I effect. Mean, and the, I like the energy of the movie. I like how it's uh, there's this. There's this, uh, a bit of a mixed, not mixed, uh, these are polarizing energies going on sometimes where the movie can get really intense and serious, and also, like, right in sometimes in the same scene, to also be very funny and lighthearted and, like, over the top funny, kind of raunchy comedy. Um, and it goes back and forth with that. Some of it because of the characters, and some of it because of the situations. And even that first scene, too, same way, like, you see these two kids and shit, like, talking about graduating and college and stuff and sex and whatever some bullshit thing they're talking about and then it goes from that to like finding a dead body right in that first scene and i'm like oh shit you know And then you forget um, about that whole body till the very end right if you and, right. and um yeah i do feel like uh there is, there are a couple of plot holes in the movie and i don't think the ending really ties together enough like I feel like it kind of fumbles it at the end. There's a little bit of a rushness going on that I didn't uh, didn't love. But uh, yeah, I'm overall a big fan of this movie. I'm surprised it took me this long to see it. I thought well, I'd seen it before, but I guess
2: I hadn't. Well, I think I, tr- I tried rec- recommending it to you at one point, but it's okay. Better luck tomorrow, too, will hmm. come out because it's a Justin Lynn movie. And t- no one I really mean, died.
1: No one could have predicted that that cast, that Sun Kang, would be the one that everyone loves, right? And uh, right is the yes. heartthrob Man, he's always looked that way. That guy, yeah, handsome man. Uh, Rob what about you?
0: It's uh, very fitting, also, for the times when all Asian cast look with mm-hmm. uh, the whole um, a lot of Asians getting their big limelight in the uh, cinema lately. Yeah, for the last couple that's, years. That's true. Yeah. Um, so you have uh, you have quite a bit of connections, Mister Puppeteer Um, yeah, I thought it was a really cool story. I mean, it's fun. It felt very, uh, with the jeans and the 90s and the feels and all that stuff of what they're doing. And, uh, even the way it's shot with, like, some of the motion blurs and, uh, stuff like that. That's, that's interesting. Um, it just feels of that time, right? Almost period piece in a weird way. Yeah. Um, and, uh... It's cool. It's cool. It's funny because it's almost like type. It's not typecasting. It's almost like um, stereotypical of saying how Asians are really smart and they're hardworking towards these things. And and it's and what I love most about that what it talks about is uh, the lack of parents. There's never a parent here.
1: Yeah, it feels like Brick. And yeah, yeah, much huh? yeah, yeah. And that I was a yeah. guy. Yeah, was a group This great, is Goodfellas high school level. Brick is like a, 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 a um, what do you call it? Gumshoe. Um, film noir, high school yeah. level, right? Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, and this one is very much like that. Their parents are never to be seen. You know, and it's uh, it's actually kind of cool. I like that. Even the scene where you think they are going to see them, you don't. You don't. Which is uh, the the dance part, in my opinion. Yeah, you know that's usually a big scene for for movies, uh, you know, American cinema, which to to show the parents. Oh, you know, you're taking my son or my daughter to this thing. So, oh, not even that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was. Uh, it's cool. It's cool to see how like how they live this life, and it's cool to see uh, my uh, my buddy. What's his name? Uh, was it John Cho right? John, John Cho? Cho, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, super young John Cho.
0: I know. I was like, wait, Super Roldy? Roldy's in this. I was like, That's let's go. Um, so yeah, um, that, that was that was that was cool to see for sure. And I was I was looking at the like the other actor, um, Jason Tobin. I was like, Where have I seen him before? And oh, yeah, Virgil. Virgil's character. And I was like, where, where have I seen Jason? To, uh, Tobin before? I was like, I'm just so curious. And I was Tokyo like, Drift. And I was like, Tokyo Drifter? That's exactly what it was. And apparently he's also that uh, that Warrior and Fistful of Vengeance thing. I actually started watching Fistful of Vengeance, but I didn't know it was a show, so I was like, oh, I'm not watching a movie about a show. So, um, <laughs> But besides the point. Um, but yeah, the story, it takes place, and it's, uh, it's, it's cool. I've, I've seen this movie before, right? But just not the way this style is done right um and right. the the story just feels so natural it doesn't feel like anything out of out of the ordinary everybody acts how they need to um, the only problem I have I guess was uh uh they they're in la is that is that did they say that'
1: uh, they're in California not la yeah, yeah okay
0: so they just I just didn't know where they were like I, felt like that, I felt like they were in California suburbs or something like that that's kind of what I got but at the same time I just didn't know so that's the only thing I, I felt lost in and I only brought up that they were in Kinda LA-ish was because uh, I think they said it was New Year's Eve, and I was like, "What? It's it's nice out." <laughs> I was like, "There's no snow, there's no nothing like that."
1: Right. Well, and I yeah. was like, "Yeah, you okay. got to be
0: somewhere coastal or something." Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so definitely like, you know.
0: Something for that. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, it's a cool story, and I, I what's it called? I had fun watching it overall. I did have to do it in two ch- two tries though because I I was just limited on time. So, again, <laughs> my uh, my my time limits have the issues. <laughs> But that's my procrastination problems. So and uh, yeah, Justin Lin did a good job, I think. Was this uh, introduced by by somebody else? Was this introduced by uh, anybody else, like uh, big?
1: No, I don't think so. No, no, no This curious. is a very independent movie. Yeah,
0: cool. Interesting. <laughs> the the writer, himself, I'm similar. not really familiar Some with
1: answer. the writer stuff, but yeah, there. Yeah. Um. So what's uh what what appeals to you the most? for this look this movie and what kept Ooh. you going on this movie uh, you picked it for a 20th anniversary so yeah must be a big deal so, right
2: pretty much it was always the whole concept of you know you see these kids they're like oh like the the catalon team and they're super smart and probably always studying but you know here you see them like doing shots if they like fuck up on a question or you know doing all kinds of shit like coke just to keep up with all the activities that they need <sighs> it's like oh okay you know you think there are all these these are some goody two shoes kids, but in reality, they're doing some fucked up shit, banging hookers <laughs> and doing blow. Yeah, it feels so. Totally
0: American. Lead, right. Yeah. It feels so. It feels so like I've see, I, Everyone's done this, and what's sad is what's sad about it is that I think it's just a lot of stuff that we probably grew up with more. So we saw it after this movie came out, maybe, um, especially yeah. with like like a lot of nerds doing what people consider nerds not doing stuff, right? Uh, we've seen a lot of that movie, those movies, especially after the 20 tons, um, or in the 20 tons, and stuff like that. I think we've seen more of those type of movies, coming of age movies. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of like a precursor to all of that. that it was already done. It was already done by and an all Asian cast, and this whole, like, the nerd scene of they're, they're like, the top of the people. You know, the, yeah. of the of, like they're going to Ivy League schools, they're going to all these big schools. There are the valedictorians, they're the head of the people, you know, head of the. The, what's it called? Uh the after school programs and all these things.
1: The, what's the the Athlon they're doing? The Math The, cat- math- the, cat- the, cat- the No,
2: it's not the Cathlon. Yeah, cat- it what was yeah, the the, the team. I thought
1: that meant for just running. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're into all that, but they also do all this stuff. It's uh it's a weird Because you see one or the other. Um you know, and this one is very it feel, it's like it's high school. But also, it doesn't totally feel like a high school movie. Like match like it feels like it's like it uses a lot of the the high schoolness of that life or being in high school or being that young, and uses it to be also a crime movie, I guess, in a way. And uh, but there's also like a lot of love story in this in it, with that girl stuff. Yeah. Yeah. this feels like a a 2000s version of Fast Times of Richmond High, but also like yeah. a 2000s version of, of Singles, maybe or of uh, something like that. Uh, maybe not a John Hughes movie, but something it, it feels like of its time within that age group, right? And it's, it's it's I guess it says a lot worse about us that we would like this kind of movie, um, which feels more Tarantino than it is like a love story. But it's uh, it works. Yeah. Um, also a little cringe over there with the N word in the beginning. Um, in the movie, you guys
2: remember that? Yeah, he just did um, not care. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember that. I he didn't, says it right at the beginning. Did they either. say like the they say the F word? And yeah, not fuck. That's <laughs> like, yeah. ooh, yeah. Yeah, they use that one too. Right? It,
0: it is, yeah, it is very t- it is very of the time.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh apparently, um the budget
0: was like a quarter of a million dollars. I'm surprised they got that much. Right. And it opened and it but it, it beat it. It, it. opening weekend was three sixty. And then uh but overall uh, shy of four million. I'm not, I'm probably because that MTV distribution. Yeah, it's interesting, right? That you mm-hmm. see that it's it, it matters where you get distributed from on these kind
2: of things.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, especially Yeah.
2: Although I, the first time where I or not, I don't know how they shot this. If it was like a, I don't know how they shoot movies. It was like a, I know it's not always chron- chronological of, of the story, but that one scene where it's like that uh, Stephanie's just like waiting, and Ben comes up to her. It's like. I think that's the first time she ever talked on camera because it was so fucking awkward. <laughs> really? I was like, "Yeah, this is." I'm like, "Yeah, she's never probably acted in before in her life." Yeah. Like that, but I'm then on I on think like the, mind the mind. more we kind of got along, the more I think that like she got more like more used to it, so she got better at head acting.
0: But it's also like that's how kids are. I think uh, the main character in this what was it? Uh, ben. Yeah, Ben. Um, Perry Shen, he does a good job of also just feeling like a kid. Like he's just a kid who's trying to you know, like um, he's growing into his own he's learning stuff he wants to you know move forward he wants to they do a good job of setting him up of what he wants to do right mm-hmm. and um it also is like he's going through new experiences he's awkward that, that's these are kids these are high school kids that's how that's how they act you know he doesn't know what to say to people you know he doesn't know how to bring stuff oh, up, no, right? it was
2: just for delivery sorry
0: no yeah. no, no, no i get what you're saying yeah. but I, I, yeah, feel yeah. Like, I feel like for example ben's character does a good job of that for sure yeah of setting that up as well there is a difference there is a difference i get what you're saying though Um, yeah, and Han was just Han being a heartthrob. so and his name <laughs> is Han. Yeah. It's like Jesus. <laughs> hey, I cast much. I, he probably told Justin Lin, Hey, my name's gonna be Han and everything. Han. If you ever use me again, just can I be Han again? <laughs> sure, buddy.
2: It's like that one, there's this one uh Hispanic actor and he always has the same name in every single thing he's in. I, I I'll have to find it, but you'll know it when you see him. He always is, that has, Jose, is that Jose? It, it probably is, it is a very serious typical Hispanic name. So. I mean, Jesus, Jesus. Could be like Jesus Chui? or something, yeah. right? Jesus,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, but not true. Not true, but yes. <laughs> um. So, um, you guys want to talk about this this uh, hang up I had with the ending? I think, um, uh, I think the movie kind of falls ill a little bit. So, like, what? Okay, so I want you guys to tell me. Because I want to make sure I got it right, but I mean, I think I'm pretty sure I got it right, but the movie's not very clear. And it's funny because the movie is pretty clear a lot along yeah. the way. Um, how does the, the open for this movie, how, what is, how does that work to the end? Because I'm a little confused as to, what's that the, the idiot's name? Uh, Virgil? Virgil, sorry, Virgil. Virgil tries to kill himself, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But he missed or didn't kill himself, right? Uh, which, is, which is a common mistake, actually. It happens a lot um with suicides of that guy um so ideally like he gets better come like comes out of it he he has like a me- like a memory lapse or something because they in the opening of this movie they're talking about early emissions and he's talking about chicks and shit and whatever and they discover the body so that means they're at jesus's house because yeah, he's the one who said he was going to bury the body right at his backyard mm-hmm. for three hundred dollars, which is like I would have said a thousand or not at all. Um, I mean, it was early yeah, two thousand. I get, 2000s, it. I get it. It was probably the equivalent of still though. That's a big fucking crime. Um, anyway, so I get that that's the connection there, but like I feel like there's something missing there because I feel like it wasn't the impact wasn't there for it, and they kind of I don't ex- I don't know if it explains what's going on with Virgil because he knew don't they both know that the body's there doesn't virgil maybe does virgil forget is that what like i don't get it i Uh, feel like there's some disparate like just doesn't connect do you guys agree with me on
2: that yes definitely weird yeah no i agree it did feel weird i think the guy just is like i shot it i'm gonna use it i don't care if it doesn't make sense
1: no, no, no. I- I'm fine with the movie. It's still a very good movie. I'm not like. I'm just saying. I think it's a misstep, and I think there's like a missing scene, or like he was going for something at the beginning, or maybe in the editing room, and he couldn't find the way to it, back to it, and the end of the movie. Uh, the movie ends with basically them driving away into the sunset, kind of thing, right? And it's 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 nice ish. Like I feel like um, the movie kind of dismiss dismisses also the the hang up. Right? The, uh, of him having killed this girl's ex boyfriend. Yeah. And then what, you know, proceed with your life, not ever telling her, not ever yeah, having an issue. I feel like the movie kind of almost gets there, but instead chooses to have a more of a softer, kind of like uh, happy ending that doesn't feel like it's earned. Right. You know? So I feel like I that's, my, that's no, my problem with the ending.
0: I hope no one goes into the political life because that's going to suck.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, you're not wrong um anyway that's my thoughts on it you guys agree do you guys feel like it's better than that or am i missing something
0: no it does it does feel like the it does feel like you're about to get hit like you're like this punching bag about to get hit like really hard and then they just tap you at the end like ah you're good buddy
1: you know yeah,
2: yeah. Who's, whose place is that <laughs> mine this there's a guy on my street his car alarm goes off multiple times a fucking day and, you're fucking and night over. Yeah. It, I don't know if it's just like a random or this guy sits on his keys and it goes off, but if there's yeah. ever a brick through Dude. his windshield, I'll know. <laughs> 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 I'm not the only
0: one. <laughs> it, if you're at home, why are you sitting on your keys? I hope you're not,
2: but that's so dumb. Dude, no, I'm telling just you, it's like in the, up, in the middle of the night, Ugh. Like there's a defect on this man's car maybe it's a maybe he's got a cat
0: or a dog and the cat's just like pressing the buttons i don't know but he's pushing out our
2: buttons
1: yes i was literally gonna say that you should
0: put a little sign, a from your neighbors shut your car up fix your shit or i'll fix it for you
2: right we'll cut off the fucking cable guy watch something's gonna happen to this guy's car in like the next two weeks and i'm gonna be put put to blame
1: yeah right because we have you on the show um uh, anything else on Better like Tomorrow? Very fun movie, man. I really
2: uh, like I, I, you know, I was really worried that you were gonna like destroy this movie.
1: <laughs> no, just I have really a problem with the ending. I kind of, I mean, yeah,
2: the, pr- it's the it's good super movie.
1: weird. It's a really good ending movie. I could. Uh, it feels like one of those movies that I could make here you know what i mean like it's very easy to not you could make
2: you could probably have more power in an iphone to make this movie oh yeah, than well it yeah, did back in 2000 technically. well they also use, yeah exactly there's a whole baseball
1: scene where the camera's going around not because it's just them going around they just fast the the thing it's really easy to do <laughs> like a lot of really like uh no, i don't mean it's in a bad way but it's like a lot of high school level tricks but they use it to good effect yeah a lot yeah. of this um yeah, I liked it. No, I, I wouldn't bash on this movie. It's good. It's a good movie. Um, just the <laughs> ending had a, a few things, um, and even with that ending, it didn't like like put me away, put me off or anything. Um, I think these are all good picks. Uh, now it's going to be hard because did you say we I, were, had good, I had good picks? Yeah, this? I know It it's very hard to compliment you. Very hard, very difficult. May twenty um, sixth, but also changed. this is twice in a row where we've had good picks after end up having like four. I don't know, after having like four in a row, that wouldn't like, oh my God, these movies are, I don't know, man. I really hope I can make it better for the next one. So anything else on this movie and then we can exit, if not.
2: Oh, I checked. You know how they said that Stephanie was in a porno in this movie?
1: Yeah, was she actually?
2: No, that was yeah. a different actress. Well, yeah, no, I knew that the whole time. I know, but it's just funny. It's like, wait, did she get credits for both, or was it a separate person? Yes. Oh, By the way, yes. I
0: swear, that's where I had to stop the movie the first time, because <laughs> uh, I was watching it, and my kid is like, what are you watching? And I was like, pause. And I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me, and I'm like, you want to watch only on Netflix? I was <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. like, yeah, I gotta, I'll watch this later. <laughs> like, I just that's funny. can't have him in the area.
1: That makes sense. That's a good reason for it. Um. So it seems like like nothing else.
0: Worst timing ever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that is pretty worst timing. Because the movie's pretty like doesn't show a lot. Uh, There's a few scenes in parties, but not really. Like a few quick cuts. Uh, especially when they go to Vegas, that's probably the only fun little shot they have. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, classic Vegas thing, though. Really classic. Yeah, Yeah, that's so '90s. Uh, Anything else on uh, Better Luck Tomorrow, guys?
0: No. Uh, It is a good indie movie. Yeah, like I said, it just it feels. It feels all the times, 100% of the times. I feel like they capture those times really well. No, it's
1: 1,000%. All right. Um, that's the 20th anniversary of Bedlock tomorrow. Check that out. Um, if you haven't already, we just spoiled the whole thing. So um, that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Do not forget that we come out every other Wednesday. Um, next time, I'm picking the movies because, uh, you know, we found out that we skipped my turn. So it's going to be a go. A weird rearrangement to make sure everyone gets their due here so I'm going to go next and then Roth and myself again and then back to Luke and back to our regular scheduled thing uh, I said that really fast whatever um, anyway so I'm picking the next movie so next time we're going to be reviewing Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse of course nice can't wait for that movie and it was really hard to find another movie honestly I was thinking of going back uh, maybe a month or two that was something that I really wanted to see I almost picked Rise of the Dead Rise of the Evil Dead or whatever um, but I wanted to see something new. So I have a different horror movie. I mentioned a few, mo- a few, more yeah. than a few recent discoveries. I saw a movie called The Last Watch, which yep. is a horror movie. And that same director came out with his own, he, he redid his own movie with a bigger budget and re-released it. Not re-released it because it's not a re-release, it's like different actors, I think, and all that, but it's the same script, same plot, same director, same writer doing his own movie again in a movie called Malum m-a-l-u-m it's available to rent or buy now and that's how we're going to watch that and we're going to watch it for the next show um so that's that's that and then for my 20th anniversary it's gonna be park chinook's classic revenge story old boy
2: it's been a minute since i watched it so i'm excited have you seen this luke Oh yes, you showed it to me. Okay, good. The original and then the shitty remake.
1: Yeah, unfortunately for that one. But we're gonna watch Old Boy. It's from South Korea. Check it out. It's highly recommended already by all of us, but we're gonna we're gonna catch that movie again, catch that lightning in the bottle of Old Boy. I hope I can see him again. Yeah. Anyway, and that's uh and that will be it. Until then guys, I am Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph.
2: Later. In case I don't see ya.